Hey, what's going on, guys? My guest today is not only another one of my best friends, he is just a great guy. I've known him for almost a decade now, and he's one of my closest friends, and I really enjoyed talking to him. I think you guys will too. So please give it up for Dustin Punch. Sweet. Yeah. So he's, so what'd he sell it for? He hasn't sold it yet, but he's telling everybody, like when he first got it, it was like 2,800 bucks. Yeah. And then now it's worth more than that. But now he's kind of screwed himself because everybody knows how much he paid for it. Did so he put any work into it? A little bit, but not too much. Like nothing super serious. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's just like, it's pretty much the way he got it. Yeah. But I mean, his new Mustang's way nicer. Damn. Like it's nice black and whatever. It's got like, some racing stripes on it and stuff and like completely nice like he just wants to do like a few things here and there but the thing don't need a whole lot because you put mm-hmm. in second gear the thing freaking rips well shit for 30 grand you'd hope it'd be it breaks like traction like nothing oh i bet like, he, i mean it needs new tires but damn what made him want to get another one just other people in the car group because like yeah. you go to like the the car the cars and coffee stuff and just all that stuff made him want to get another one are they still doing that with the virus and everything mm-hmm. yeah yeah, we didn't do it for a while, like, because over in, like, we'd always meet at, like, the Broadway Cinema, uh-huh. and they didn't do it for a long time because of, like, all the rules. We weren't too sure how strict they were going to be about it, so we stopped yeah. it for probably a little over a month, and then probably just, I think, honestly, about a month ago is when we started it up again, we are just like, fuck it. Nothing. Why not? Like, nobody's really, especially with everything else going on right now, like, I think a car meets, like, the last of their worries right now. Yeah. So it's not like we're doing anything wrong, so you just literally meet. Like, it's just random people. Yeah. They just meet with whatever they have. And then, I mean, I take my truck there. It's like nothing super special compared to other people's cars, but like, it's whatever. Why you, not? Just, you just show up and you just talk about each other's cars or whatever yeah. you want to talk about. Oh, that's pretty cool. Everybody wearing masks? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I saw the first person today working at a store that wasn't wearing a mask. And I was like, all right, I see you. The last time I was in Winco, actually, there was like no one, there was, uh, not no one, but like there was like two people, like one lady didn't have one around her neck at all. And then like later the on. The cashiers or customers? Uh, she was a customer, oh, but okay. like she was like in like the produce and stuff and didn't have like anything. I was just like, okay, I see you, you're ballsy. And then. People are she, tired she of it. She don't care. And then like there's another lady that I saw first in the store. She had a mask that she had a bandana around her face. Mm-hmm. But then I started later in the store and she had it around her neck. And then like her kid didn't have one, but she was like an infant, so they don't need him anyway. But then like her boyfriend or whoever the guy was with her, like didn't have one on at all either. I'm just like, all right, well, whatever. I mean, I don't care, but yeah, it doesn't really bother me. It doesn't. I'm kind of over it. I think it's just kind of stupid that like in the beginning they told us a mask doesn't do anything. Don't waste your time. And now they're just making us wear it. I'm like, okay, well what's, why do we got to wear it now? Mm -hmm. And it just, it makes no sense. Do you have to wear one for the County when you go out? No. Oh, that's cool. I mean, there was a, like it kind of trips some people out. Like there's a guy I work with. He's like, you know, 55, 57, something like that. And he has like an elderly mom. And so mm-hmm. he didn't like for the first, like probably over a month, month and a half, he was like, once everything got serious, like once it hit about 20, 25 cases in Humboldt, he just stopped coming in in the morning. He just went straight to his dump truck and was doing whatever he wanted pretty much. And then just staying away from us. But I mean, we're in and out of the same equipment and everything. It was just like, if, if one of us have it, we all got it, you know, we're around each other all the time. Like usually we're riding too deep in one of the pickup trucks. So it's mm-hmm. just like, somebody's got it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's definitely, what he did, it definitely helped us prevent, you know, more than anything. Like, he's probably better off than the rest of us were because he distanced himself. But, like, he eventually he was, like, once because once I think he got to probably, like, you know, between 50 and 60, he, had, so he just came back and he's just, like, 
yeah, this ain't that big of a deal. Yeah. And with all the new information out that it's not that deadly, it's just not what everybody thought it was going to be I, at I, the end of the day. When I first heard about it, I was just like, okay, well, I mean, it sounds like it's kind of a cross between the flu and pneumonia, which don't get me wrong, every one of those is bad. Yeah, it's not good. I've had the flu before and it's, you know, it sucks for, you know, however long you have it. But for me, every time I've had the flu, it was like, you know, it's really sucks for like really bad for like a day or two. And then it, cause it starts to progress until that gets the peaks, you know, for a day or two. And then you start to, you know, come down from it. So it was never, I was never too worried about it. My mom actually called me one time and she was like, uh, she works at the gas station and stuff. Mm-hmm. So somebody that she works with, his wife works at another gas station and they, she was having like COVID type symptoms and wasn't confirmed yet. And she called me and she starts crying. She's like, you need to wear one because you know, it's, it's a little more closer to home when you you know, know somebody who has it or whatever. And she's all crying. I'm like, mom, calm down. It's like, I'm more worried about you. You are around, you know, he's around his wife. You're around him. Like, I'm more concerned about you. And just like, just, she just wanted to like reassure me. Like she was freaking out. Like, this is a kind of a, a big, a bigger problem than I really thought. So you mm-hmm. want to wear a mask. And she just wants my brother and I, and you know, the rest of us to be safe. But like, I was just like, okay, mom, but it's really not that big of a deal. Like it's, it's whatever, but I wasn't freaking out until I found out that I was on that plane. And then I wasn't even freaking out for myself. I was like, man, if I got you guys sick or if I got my parents sick, right. that's what I was worried I about. I was more, yeah. What, like I said, I wasn't really worried about us either. I was more yeah. worried about you, but it was just like, I was a little, I was a little sketchy. I'm just like, oh damn. I know. On the plane. I know. <laughs> yeah. I was, my parents were freaking out hardcore. And I was just like, man, if I got you guys sick or them sick. And then I started thinking, man, with Kaz and his new kid, like, what if I got Kaz sick and then Maria got it? I feel like with them, it's just like with your parents and like you're their sons. It's just like, you know, it hits a little like like what my mom said. It hits a little closer to home when it's Mm -hmm. your kids and people around you. But, no, I mean, you said you were fine. I was just like, okay, well, chances are he's probably going to be all right. He's like, he didn't touch. He said he didn't touch anything. It's like, it's probably all right. But, you know, there's still a little bit of worry there. It was crazy. That flight back, dude the everyone was spaced out rows like empty rows three or four in between every person and that last flight back the small one from san francisco to eureka there were maybe 10 of us on mm-hmm. the plane yeah see like, i've never been on a plane so like i don't know i've never flown anywhere oh so, i always forget that yeah, i've never been anywhere so it's just like i, I always know that usually planes are going you know they're pretty packed especially mm-hmm. like the big jet airlines or whatever yeah, but 737. Like, yeah just stuff like that it's just you know they're, they're packed but i mean like flights are hella cheap right now because of everything but it's just like you don't want to go on a flight now's anywhere. the perfect time to be flying <laughs> yeah you can go sit up in first class and pay now, coach prices now that's just like i think pretty much like from here like it sounds like everything's just kind of we're loosening stuff up i don't know about other places because as far as i know there's still other places that they're like locked down like in new york where, where you were i don't know if they're still like locked down for sure like because for the longest time i thought that they were like cooped up in their homes and weren't even allowed to go get groceries or running a lot if you go outside like you don't do that yeah and i don't know if they're still like that or not i don't know i don't know what well with the curfew and stuff now is that still in effect in new york i don't know either i honestly wasn't worried about the rest of the country i was just worried about us and honestly i was just like even when they first started like confirming i was like well, of course we have confirmed cases. There's going to be confirmed cases everywhere. It's kind of a shock that like, was like Del Norte has like hardly any or nothing like that. I, yeah, are, I think so. There's somewhere close by that doesn't like, have hardly any, I think. And then even with us, we're at like 105, I think right now. It's just like, yeah, like, yeah, four people have died and that, that sucks. It's unfortunate. Like they were elderly. They're all at the same place. So mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of, it was at an old folks home, right? Yeah. Like Alder Grove or something yeah. like that. What are you going to do? About what? No, just like with that. I mean, you're just going to keep people locked up. I mean, you got to open up eventually. Yeah. I mean, 
it sounds like they're like really opening stuff up now. Like, cause I mean, it seems like, like it's getting there. Yeah. Cause I mean like, you know, for the longest, like everyone's complaining about getting haircuts and stuff like that, which is okay now, you know, it's mm-hmm. open, but like, I think the only things that are left to open is like tattoo shops and like bars, you know, stuff like that. Cause even like you can go to and like, cause I've gone to Albee's twice since all this has been lifted. I went there one time for like to a, sit in. Yeah. Oh wow. And it's just like, you can go in there and like sit down. They're pretty much like their only rule is just like, like all the workers are having a mask on and stuff like the bartender, the waiters, the bus boy, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But when you walk in there, they're just like, yeah, you walk in there with your mask on, whatever. But then they seat you and then you pretty much take your mask off at that point. Cause then it's just like, if you go to but the bathroom, why have your mask on then? Yeah. I, was, I mean, if you walk in there, it's pretty much just for other people. Like they, mm-hmm. cause they, they still space people apart. And, you know, they like they have you at this booth, but they won't have anybody else at the next booth next to you. And they'll have like, you know, they have a bunch of stuff like they actually had like quite a few like cleaners. I was actually pretty impressed with the way they did it. Cause like you see the spray bottles are all labeled like sanitizer, cleaner, like disinfectant, you know, just stuff like that. It's just like they're serious about it. Yeah. There was like six or seven, maybe eight bottles there. They're just all labeled like clean, like a bunch of like fresh silver. Like, they were, they, like the workers were still taking it seriously. Like all of them like didn't, you know, they had the mask on and stuff. And I kind of felt bad for not having mine on, you mm. know, like, cause as soon as I sat down, I was just, I look around like no one else has theirs on. Like why yeah. the hell do I have to have mine on? So I took it off and I kind of felt bad. Like I kind of put it on. I, I can't remember if I put it on or not when I ordered. Cause I was just like, they probably like the waiter probably don't care, but like, it's, they probably appreciate it if nothing else. Yeah. I mean, I just felt kind of bad for not, Putting my, I'll have my mask on because obviously I'm not gonna have it on when I'm eating or drinking something. Yeah, that would be so. But when annoying. I'm ordering, you know, when I'm not eating the whole time until I eat, I, it was probably a better idea to keep it on. But I was just like, no one else is doing it, so I don't need to do mm-hmm. it. Was it weird, like sitting down in a restaurant with everybody having masks on? It felt nice. Yeah, it felt nice because just like we've been, you know, a lot of the drive-throughs and other places have been open to eat and stuff. But it's just like it, obviously no one's been sitting down and doing anything. Yeah, so. yeah, it's definitely not the same feeling getting food delivered sitting in a restaurant no she's like my mom's birthday was over this whole thing and um we actually bought stuff bought her food from double a bar and grill and she really likes that place i haven't stayed there in years and we're just like well oh no nice. it's unfortunate like we wanted to sit down and eat you know just mm-hmm. probably the you know me, me my brother and my parents just sit down and eat dinner or whatever and order whatever, whatever they wanted and whatnot but it was just nice we just had uh, for takeout and just went to her house and spent time with her doing that but it kind of sucks we haven't been, like actually go in but it, it feels like back to normal pretty much i mean it's starting to get that way huh yeah because honestly i know for a lot of people it changed like you know they got their they got laid off they did you know they couldn't go outside they were afraid for their you know loved ones people they care about stuff like that for me it didn't really change too much like it honestly because mm-hmm. i mean I, st- I still kept my job the only thing that i really had to worry about well i guess i really wasn't worried, worried but the only thing i really had to concern myself about was just like i had to wait in a line to get inside winco and then now it's like you don't have the line anymore you just have to wear yeah. a mask i mean other than that that's pretty much the only inconvenience that this has done to me at all they don't have the lines at winco anymore Mm-mm. oh wow i've had that for a while oh wow I, I think i had to do that like two or three times which honestly like they had the line moving pretty quickly because they mm-hmm. had like you know someone watching the line as you're entering and then another person on the exit and then the person on the exit was like telling people to come in was telling the other person at the entrance to tell the other people to come in. It's like, okay, well, you, 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 you know, you can come in. But yeah. Everybody else, you know, had to wait. But like, we were pretty much in line for like 10 minutes. It wasn't even that bad. Yeah. I don't think I ever waited that long to get yeah, in. It was never like super bad. Yeah. There were never like, I think at the, the max people I saw in line were like 10 at any given time. Like, well, it was never crazy. And they were telling people like, you know, 50 people or whatever. But I mean, like, there's 50 workers there. You know, mm. that's not just 
you know, the yeah. people entire, the, you know, the whole building. But it's just, it was kind of, it was actually nice when they had a line. Yeah, having everybody there. staggered out. Oh, yeah. And you go in there, you just like, you don't have to crowd or anybody. You're not you bumping into people. You know, there's not someone hauling ass around the corner in a grocery cart. It's just mm-hmm. like, it was, it was nice. pretty cool. Yeah, it was just, I was actually pretty, a pretty quick shopping trip. And it was just like in and out. It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was actually nice flying during all this. That was the most I've enjoyed flying. It was kind of sketchy because you had like this haunted feeling because there's like nobody in the airports, right? But it was so spread out that like you kind of just got to spread out when you mm-hmm. got on the plane because there weren't there wasn't anybody next to you or in front of you or behind you. Yeah. I mean. Like my work even gave me like a printout when um, they gave me a printout of like saying like, you know, I'm an essential worker. Like I just in case you get pulled over on the way to work or whatever. It's like there for a while. I think the shelter in place was like it's like when it first came out. It seemed like yeah. they were going to take it pretty seriously. So you know, none of us really knew if we were going to get pulled over for driving around, just going, going to our house to work or from wherever to wherever. It was just like, I just kept it. I still actually stopped my truck. It was just like, this is for Dustin Punch for going to here. Central, going, baby. Yeah, it was just like, it was, it was like, it gave it to me. And I was like, well, I guess if I need it, I need it. But like, mm-hmm. I don't really think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know if they pulled people over around here, did they? Not that I, I haven't, haven't heard of I anybody. I haven't heard anything. But like I said, I don't think, with the, you know, with the yeah. county, I don't think they really knew. So mm-hmm. they were just kind of covering their own butt on that part, which I think, you know, it wasn't just us. There's like other people who did the same thing too. Like I think my brother, you know, at the tire shop, he got one. Jake down at the creamery, he got one too. So it was just, you know, for me, it's like I'm pretty secluded when I drive to work anyway. You know, mm-hmm. like on the road at six in the morning, just going from from uh, Eureka to Mac. So it was just pretty, yeah, so I'm pretty by myself pr- pretty much for the most part. But Was there any, did the county shut down at all? For like workers like you guys, did they shut anybody down for, for like us, a week no. trying to figure it out? No. Us, no. Since we, like we deal with the public, but we're not like. You guys aren't. We're not like in the, Yeah, we're not like in the courthouse, you know. It's like when we talk to the public, like the closest we get to the public is like if we're doing something and someone comes out of their house and wants to talk to us about something or if we're flagging and mm-hmm. they roll down their window or whatever it is, you know. But that's pretty much the only, like the only time we really dealt with like the public, like really face to face. But like people in the courthouse, they did. Uh, as far as I know, they kind of did swing shifts kind of like it was just like from you know six to noon these people work in the courthouse and then from noon to five or noon to six these people work in the courthouse it was like mm-hmm. pretty much they cut down your hours a little bit but it was for everybody trying to spread people out. yeah trying to do that so that's the approach i think they're going to take this fall with schools is do staggered classes i know like cutting and ridgewood are thinking about that where they have or maybe it's alternate days like one group of kids comes monday mm-hmm. the other group tuesday Wednesday, Thursday, and then they alternate every Friday. I heard something about that. And like, I don't think it's a terrible idea. I'm, I'm really glad I'm not in school for right? deal with that crap. Yeah. Or like, I'm really happy I don't have to have kids. Cause like, if you have like more than, you know, one kid and you got to worry about, it, it's just like if one kid's in the first grade and there are times at this time and then you have work yourself and so it's your partner. What and it's do you just do? like, you have another kid who's in like the fifth grade and they have to go to school the next day or then different times. It's just like, that's just more scheduling to try and figure out. But I mean, yeah. And our daycare is even open. Um, I, I think so. Okay. I think, I think some of them are open now. Honestly, I don't know. So I didn't really pay attention to that or to that too much, but yeah, I think so. Well, they'd have to be now that everybody's going back to work. What are you going to do? Yeah. Have you heard that argument that like essential workers should receive a hazard pay? And it's like $600 is the figure being thrown around. Have you heard about that? Yeah. What do you think of that? Um, that'd be nice. I mean, yeah. like it's right. You know, I feel like a light when they came out with like the first, uh, the first stimulus check. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used it, but I mean, like you know, whatever. But I just kind of, I felt that personally, I didn't need. It. Like, yeah, it was nice. You know, twelve hundred dollars couldn't go a long way, but like, I wasn't. You know, like I said, I'm still working, so it wasn't like I needed it. 
Yeah, you know? make or break. And it's just like a lot of the people who did get laid off. Like, I don't understand not everybody got, you know, unemployment and stuff. Because, like, there's lines that are, you know, they sign up later. So, they got to go, you know, farther out to wait and stuff like that. But, I mean, for the most, I think there's a lot of people who aren't working, who are making more than me, who are making way more money than what they did when they were working. Does that piss you off? A little bit. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, um, like, like, yeah, it's just like, it, I think it just kind of ruins the morale for everything because it's just it's kind like, of a slap in the face almost right I'm not saying that like six hundred dollars should be the figure but if people are making more money not working than people who are that's that kind of bugs me but like the biggest part is just like those people aren't going to want to go back to work if they're making that if they're making yeah. if they're making more money not working than they were Why go back yeah what makes you want to go back because like i know for for i mean it's just like in all honesty, like I understand, I totally, I don't agree with it, but I totally understand where they're coming from. Why, again, why would you want to make less money working if you can make more money not working and do whatever the hell you wanted? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's kind of a no brainer. Like I do the same thing if I was put in the same position, but mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately, well, I guess, unfortunately, and fortunately, I still have my job, so I have security, but you know. Yeah. Who wants to work in the first place? Yeah. I mean, if you can spend time doing stuff with your friends or whatever and still have money coming in, like. What the, who's not gonna yeah, sign up for like, that yeah who doesn't have the you know if you're getting that who has a problem with it it's just yeah like, i don't know how it's gonna work you know because i don't know person i don't know like the 1200 from the stimulus checks i don't know where the government came with all that money i don't know where that's coming they from they must just be i don't know printing cash i don't out there. and it's just like what's that gonna do yeah you know well taxes what, are gonna go that, up yeah it's all gonna go so far it's, it's just gotta like, come from someplace us in california we're already screwed on taxes so it's just like especially up here in northern california mm -hmm. like the rest is like we punished for the rest of southern california having a bunch of crap so it's just like we eat a bullet up here. Yeah. And then what are they going to raise housing prices to try to compensate for that? Or what is and it sucks? Just like, it's already kind of like, it's pretty ridiculous to live around here. Like my place is actually pretty reasonable. It's actually, you know, I got a two bedroom apartment and it's just like, it's like my rent's actually a very reasonable price compared to like other places. You know, it's just like when we first were looking at an apartment, it was like anywhere around here it was whether if it was Eureka, Arcadia, McKinneyville, Fortina, you know, it just, you'd be lucky to find an apartment for a thousand dollars a month. That was a two bedroom. That was decent, you know, nice. And ours is actually pretty like, we have a lot of stuff included into ours. We just pay rent in our PG and E bill. Everything else is included. So like, it's pretty hard to beat. And that's just cause like the owner of our place is like, she's not really money hungry. Mm. Luckily, like everybody else around here pretty much is, it seems like. So it's just like when you have a thousand dollars a month for an apartment, that's not including your, you know, your PG and E bill, your water bill, your, you know, your gas and stuff like that. It's just like, food and groceries yeah it's just it, it's a lot more than just a thousand dollars a month to live in an apartment and but people pay that because people can get it like or like people ask that because they can get it and people pay it because yeah, they need to live somewhere you know mm -hmm. i know out in upstate new york where i was at i was looking at apartments thinking i might go back this fall which i think i'm going to be here now this fall but looking back there i mean you for studio apartments it was like 1200 bucks a yes. month yeah, that's which that, isn't I mean that's stupid. A studio yeah. should be like maybe five hundred. I mean maybe like I don't think a studio should be that much because you don't get that much in a studio. Mm. It's all one room. Dude, the only you, private room you get is a bathroom. I yeah. mean the bathroom is like something you can stand up in. Like I mean it's not like anything super crazy nice. It's just ridiculous. Twelve hundred bucks. Well, it's like even houses around here. You know, like uh, Sabrina and I watch a show called uh, Fixer Upper. It takes place in like Texas. Mm -hmm. They're having houses that are like freaking you know over like close to two thousand square feet and you know three or four. But like their bedrooms and stuff, nice big yards and stuff like that with everything, you know, pretty nice neighborhoods and everything. 
they're like 200 grand or less mm-hmm. you know, they're, and they're freaking cheap as hell. Yep. And I understand like they, they fix them up or whatever. Yeah. But it's just like, there's plenty of houses that you can, that are moving ready. It's just, they're way cheaper over there than it is here. Mm-hmm. Cause like, you know, you look at stuff down, I mean, you look at a, a three bedroom house here, you're probably looking cool. 300,000. Yeah. It's just like with my old coworker of mine, he moved to Washington when he retired and he sold his house. It was a nice house. Don't get me wrong. You know, I, family room, living room, big kitchen, like two or three bathrooms or sorry, two or three bedrooms mm-hmm. and nice neighborhood and stuff. But like, it was like almost 400 grand. He sold that thing for, it ain't worth that much. No. Like that's, it's worth like half that anywhere else. It's ridiculous how stupid yeah, houses if you look and stuff down are. south, man, you could get a mansion for $200,000 with like acreage, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. 10 acres. And here that's going to get you two bedroom, one bath if you're lucky. Not that anyone needs as big of a house, but we look just for you know shits and giggles yeah. we looked online at you know houses and mansions and stuff and it was like this i think one we saw it was in texas and it was like i think it was a uh, hundred million dollars or something like that but, i mean this thing was huge you know it looked mm-hmm. like no Freaking one palace no one needs a house that big yeah it looked just like a palace had everything you could imagine there's just like it had like you know, it only had like eight or ten bathrooms or eight or ten bedrooms. Like only eight or ten bedrooms. Yeah, but it had like twenty-one bathrooms, dude. It was like wow. insane. I'm just like, what the? You don't. No one needs yeah, that. What are Nobody. you gonna do with that? It's just like not so. And then just kind of comparison, where it's just like anything like that would be like way more here. It's just kind of comparison of the two states and how d- different they are. And that's just those two states. That's not mm-hmm. just comparing California to you know, you know, say Illinois or you know Ohio or, or even New York. Dude. Yeah, if some, you're in the city. You're going to find a studio for what? Two grand? If you're lucky. Shoebox? Yeah. The same thing with like San Fran. If you go to San Fran or even LA. San Fran's just crazy like, too. Yeah, they can have some. Like, and San Francisco is like a lot of the city's pretty run down. Like, it's pretty oh, old. God. You can see people taking a crap on the street. Mm-hmm. It's pretty run. Like a lot of it's pretty run down, pretty old. Like it, you know, it's vintage and historic. People like it. It's cool. But it's just like last time I stayed there, went to a Giants game. We stayed in like a hotel that was kind of, it looked nice on the outside or whatever. We got on the inside. It was like... We, <laughs> we got in and it was like, as soon as you walk in the the, the door, it was like a little tiny ass bathroom. Oh, and then you man. walk to the left and it was like three beds that were all twin sizes, a little mini fridge. The light didn't work. And it was oh, like, we found God. a toenail on the freaking oh. ground. And then you walk in the right side and as soon as you walk in the room, there's like another room with its own private door, but it had like bunk beds in there. It's just like, what is this? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's obviously a hotel, not an apartment, but it's just like, you can kind of imagine it's going to be along the similar lines mm-hmm. that they're all going to be pretty old. You know, everything's just kind of, they still cast iron pipes and everything. Like it was yeah. super old school. Well, the problem is nobody wants to dump money into any housing because shit, if I can get 1200 bucks for a rundown apartment, why am I going to fix it up? Exactly. I mean, if people are going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. People I'm not want to put money into it. And they want to live in the city that bad, then they'll pay for it. It's just like unfortunate. And it's like, honestly, like, you want to live in a nice place, but if you're going to pay the same amount of money for, if you're if you're willing to pay the same amount of money for a crappy place, why would the owner want to fix it up? Mm-hmm. It makes no sense for them to fix it. Yeah, why not just run it until it runs into the ground and then build a new one and do the same thing? Mm-hmm. Which doesn't make sense. I mean, it's not. Yeah, I don't know, but people want to people people pay, which at the end of the day, that's all they care about, as long as they're making money off of it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if because of this and because so many jobs are like might stay online i wonder if people are going to move out of california because the housing is just so expensive like if i can work remotely and do the same job i'd move to georgia or i'd move somewhere where the housing's cheaper mm-hmm. it's just like if you can like honestly like i looked at um like it's, it's based off that one show or whatever but like i've looked at houses and stuff in Texas. i've looked at jobs it's just like it's 
you know, I looked at a, a truck driving job and it was like 17 an hour, which is a, like, you know, a couple dollars less than I make it now. But the extra $2 is going to go a lot farther over there than it is over here. here. It's like, for it's, sure. it's crazy. Yeah. It'd be like making $30 here. I probably, I'm not too sure on the math. About yeah, I'm it, not but like, it, yeah, but it's just roughly, like, it's come on. the $17 over there is, you know, you I'm not sure what, dollar. Yeah, I don't know what the equivalent is to that over here, but I would imagine like, that's probably okay, decent, you know, mm -hmm. over there, especially just starting out and pay. Like that's just pretty crazy that, that everything's just that different somewhere else in California than yeah. in California. Well, even gas prices, even in California, gas prices. Oh, it's a I joke, mean, dude, it's a yeah. joke. My truck's like, I just, I filled up the other day and it was like on E. It took like, almost 70 bucks to fill it up and that's just a 1500 you know that's not a diesel that's yep. not you know a 2500 something like that it's so you can definitely have a bigger tank but it's just like it's for my truck it's a decent sized truck but i mean it's my gas bill is 200 a month i do not miss like, that on, on average yeah i mean even my little truck like i had a v6 is like i was 200 a month too because the gas tank was smaller and my fuel economy is about the same and driving mm. from you're gonna be kindled every day it was just like draining my gas it was like it's still about 200 200 bucks a month in gas would that s10 get about uh 15 16 in the city to maybe maybe 19 20 in the highway yeah, i think that's probably what my ranger gets actually because my new gmc is just like a thing i on the thing it says it average like 14.6 so it's a little bit worse but i mean mm -hmm. like you're getting a whole lot more truck and it's just like i'm, st I'm still paying the same amount of gas so it doesn't really affect me too much how do you like the new truck? I like it. Yeah. It's nice. How'd you come down the street, man? It was, <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, I didn't, it wasn't, I bought the truck. I wasn't really looking for something like that. It was more, mm. honestly, looking for more something like my S10. It was just giving me a bunch of problems and stuff. I need, I don't need a truck that big. Like, I don't, honestly, probably, I probably could get by without having a truck. It's just nice to when I need the bed. I don't have to call somebody or whatever. It's just, I just like having my own truck. Yeah, once you have a truck bed, you, you really don't want to go back to a car. Yeah. Besides, if I went from my truck to like a sedan, I'd get like, a wrx or like something sporty like i said like that'd be fun to just as hell a drive. subaru would be cool yeah especially around here i looked at like a cross track like i was really considering a cross track before i got my truck mm -hmm. it was just like it's not in a sedan but it's got four doors it's nice it's got the hatch it's like it's got you know it's a little bit higher so it's a little bit more off-road not the cross track is like a jeep or anything mm -hmm. like that but like you know it's a little bit i just don't see myself driving like a ultima or something like that all the time it's just like yeah i don't think i could do just, it can't get down with it really mm -hmm. Those cross tracks are nice, and you've got a lot of space in the back. Mm -hmm. They're pretty. They're pretty nice. I think the, my old boss. I went to talk to him. It's just like Subarus. Like yes, back in the day, I had like a problem with head gaskets and stuff. So mm -hmm. I, I was like, try and find me one. And he, I don't think he ever did. He was yeah. just like, you don't want to cross. He's like, you don't want a Subaru. And I'm like, yeah, I do. They say that about um, Volkswagens too. I know that my dad's worked on a few of them. And he says they're just, they're just a beast yeah. to try to do anything with. Some cool Volkswagens like back. Like I think. I think it was Volkswagen and Volvo or something like that. Back like starting in like 2021 or 2022, like everything that comes out brand new as it could have changed, but like, I think I heard it like last year, it's supposed to be like all electric by that point. Like everything they make is going to oh, be really? 100% electric. They're not going to even have like gas vehicles, hybrids. They're not going to have any of that on their lots. They're just going to like, if you want to that'd buy, be a switch. Yeah. It's just like, well, I mean, so that's what it's sort of starting to what everybody's doing. Like, I think the electrics like, the way that is going to be the, the way of the future, like you might as well just get behind it, but it's just, it's going to take a little bit getting used to. Cause I mean, mm -hmm. Tesla's kind of like bleeding the way right now and they're going to be not too far along. Cause I mean, they're, they're already pretty nice, but you know, it's just like everybody say went on a road trip with one and they, they took off pretty quick. You know, thing since electric, it's got all the, you know, the power and torque or whatever. Yeah. Just, 
whole ass gone. down the road from the get-go from a complete stop and he said you just watch the battery bar just deplete yeah he's like these things just you get on them they go quick but he's just like it just makes the battery life go by far mm-hmm. or it goes down way faster and the charging time is still pretty long isn't it i don't it's like know like half an hour to get 80 percent or something yeah, like that i don't think that's like terrible but like mm-hmm. it's definitely i mean who wants I, to sit around for half an hour i waiting? think in this day and time it's still more convenient to have gas like it's not oh yeah not as good it's obviously not as good for like for the environment you know but it's just like it's it's just more convenient mm-hmm. because like you can pump your gas for you know in less than like two or three minutes yeah. where it's just like you don't like let's say like in Laytonville they have like a bunch of Tesla chargers down there but like if you have to wait you know I don't know how long you know half hour an hour for a complete charge there's not a whole lot to do in Laytonville you don't want to walk around that town for an hour or so and just mm-hmm. like okay well I can walk to the Chevron get something to drink and walk back and that's only 10 minutes yeah so it's just like they have and you can buy stuff for you know in your garage like the outlets and stuff to plug and then I guess it doesn't affect your electric bill too much I don't know a whole lot like electric cars I know it's I definitely can get behind the idea that they are the future it's just I think they still have it's still a, a lot to go. figure out before yeah. it becomes way more you know uh not economic but just more commonplace yeah like it's like having a gas station everywhere is just completely convenient you know you, like us in the greek we have probably like a at least 50 gas stations or so you know maybe a little bit less but it's just like it's we've freaking. got what one tesla charging station as far as i know yeah it's just like and it, it's like even if they did put electric car chargers and stuff more like a gas station you know they had the big awning all the you know the stations and stuff it's just like unless you make it you know within two or three minutes for a full charge or something like that it's just to me, it's that's just not going to be worth it because mm-hmm. until you can kind of match the like equivalent to how quick and easy the gas power is, it's just that's what's I think my in my opinion is like the biggest setback that I can think of right now. Mm-hmm. It's just because I I don't I'm not opposed to electric at all. Like I think it's a really nice idea. I think it's way better for the environment, way nicer to do, but it's just that they're pretty expensive too. <laughs> like a new Tesla is pretty expensive than just yeah. your average, you know, Altima. The price know. isn't quite there yet. Yeah. But I mean, it's getting there. I mean, they're definitely making progress and I think it's pretty sweet. To, it's pretty cool to watch. Like this day and age, you can watch all the like electric, you know, but like the fundamentals and like all the, how far they've come in such a short time. Cause Tesla mm-hmm. really hasn't been around that long. No. And for everything they've done so far, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm still waiting to see what they do with those. I, don't, I think people are discounting the hydrogen cars. Have you heard anything about those? Mm-hmm. They, I don't know a whole lot about how it works, but I know that you can get a better range with them. I know that the way you fill up is a lot like how you fill up now, but instead of a gas station, you have a hydrogen station, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're just pumping it into your car. It takes like two minutes, just like filling up with gas, but you can go farther. Like the way it burns or how they use it in the engine like you can get more range out of that than you can like a tesla and that's just with the current state of it and i don't think a lot of people are putting funding towards it because everyone's like electric right Mm -hmm. now you know but i think that could be you know a solid path and i think the like it's just water that's what it creates when you're burning it or when you're doing whatever you're doing with it in the engine right yeah i think like I said, electric is going to be like the future or whatever, but I just really hope that I don't see the day that they outlaw gasoline cars. I really hope there's always going to be gasoline cars around because just like, yeah, Tesla's cool. Electric cars are cool and all that, but it's not going to compare to like a 68 Camaro or a oh Mustang. God, no. it's just, You're not going to get that feel. Those electric cars kiss my ass at that point. There ain't no way in hell I'd rather drive one of those than a muscle car. There's there's nothing that 
you know, yeah, they they probably go faster and stuff than a muscle car does, but they're just the drive of it would be so much more fun in a muscle car to, mm-hmm. to me than an electric car. So I really hope I don't see the day that those cars aren't allowed on the road anymore and you can only see them in a museum, a garage, you know, stuff like that. Because yeah. you already don't see a, like a whole lot of muscle cars. Like, so it's just, it's really nice to still be able to see those and like see them drive and like hear them, feel the power and stuff they can, that they, you know, they can make and sound like. But until I really hope I don't see that day. Mm. Uh, the gas cars are like outlawed. Yeah, that mechanical feel is something you just can't recreate with a Tesla. No. I mean, especially if you have a manual. You can't, yeah. do, I mean, I would, I don't even know what that would look like if they could even do that. I would imagine they could, but there's no gears. Half with the time, an electric on, car, you know? Half the time on any car, it's just like my, my brother's girlfriend, she drives like a little cruise and it's just like, like, like last month or whatever, they took the exhaust off just for fun. But like, it just, yeah, it doesn't sound like the greatest, but it doesn't sound bad. It's just, mm-hmm. but it sounds a hell of a lot better and a lot more fun to drive now that it's a little bit louder than that stupid freaking exhaust that was already on there. I mean, yep. you know, as quiet as their Prius, it was just pretty ridiculous. But I don't know. I think we might see it in our lifetime, man. I'm afraid. Of, I'm like, honestly, I'm kind of accepting the fact that it probably will. Yeah. I just, that's just going to really be it's disappointing. Gonna be, yeah. It's going to be. Interesting. And I get it. You know, day. I understand it. You know, it's better for the planet and everything. I got mm. long term. It's definitely better. It just, it's just not going to be as more fun. It's just yeah. not going to be as much fun. Cause like, I'm a big NASCAR fan. It's just like, I'm just waiting. Yeah. For what the day. would that look like? I'm waiting for the day that they're going to be like, okay, well, we're not going to have gas. We're not. Cause like, I think they run ethanol is what they mm-hmm. run in NASCAR. So it's just like, but you can definitely see like they done a lot of steps in that sport to really try and make you know, the carbon footprint smaller you know like putting um i think a few years ago they ran like the nascar green initiative or whatever and mm-hmm. i don't know if they're still really up to date on that but you know they put a lot more recycling bins in and like just stuff like that along the aspect they started running ethanol instead of like you know just straight gas you know i think that's better i think it burns cleaner doesn't like, something, it? something like that yeah. yeah but then like you know you still see a lot of the spills and stuff like when they're you know got the big old you know 100 pound gas jugs driving they're putting out the cars driving the car mm-hmm. just takes off you know you see this like the the fuel just spill all over the side of the car and on the ground of what's the excess of what didn't go in the car and you know so i mean it's not gonna be as clean as you know just plug it in for a little bit and you're good to go but it's that, like that's gonna change that sport like drastically when they because i imagine it will one day go to mm-hmm. all electric i mean you look at it that sport in particular just in the in a, a 50-year lifespan uh, you know, it's just, it's changed crazy. Cause back in the day, it was just like, you take a Chevy Monte Carlo and straight off the lot and you, you know, you put a roll cage in and you do all this other stuff and you paint it, you put your stickers on whatever and you go racing. Nowadays, it's just like you take the stickers off and that's all it is. It's like, you know, cause they have like Camaros, Mustangs, Camrys right now in the, in the cup series, but it's just like, they all look the same. You take all the stickers off, take all the color off. They all look pretty much the same. They're, they're all fiberglass, plastic bodies, whatever. And it's just like, it's all the same, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. they're going to handle a little bit different stuff because they have like certain specs and stuff that they want from the manufacturer because it's still like a, a manufacturer stock car racing. But it's just like, they're all pretty much the same now. Like back in the day, it was like, you had way more variety of cars. You had every single car out there look different, you know? And that's just... And not just NASCAR, it's just back in the day. And now it's just like a lot of the cars look the same. Yeah. But. Yeah, they'd have to be one of the first adopters, right? Especially if it's more efficient, they can get more power out of it and yeah, and make they, it a little safer, maybe. And, yeah, and if they ever went to like all electric, then it's just like you really have to, because they can do a pit stop in 13 seconds between fueling up the car, changing on the tires, takes nine, 15 seconds to do it. Where it's just like you do that with 
electric, it's going to take, unless they figure it out, they're going to take a lot longer. And until that happens, I think that's the biggest drawback for NASCAR to do it probably at this point in time is like, it's just going to take a huge amount of chunk of time from the race to do stuff like that, because you're not going to get a full charge and a full battery that quick in, you know, five seconds. It yeah. ain't going to happen. Well, they have roadways. I think it's, it might be in Germany actually, where as you're driving on it, it's generating electricity and charging the car. I think it's like a mile stretch that they implemented to test it out. But imagine if they did that on the NASCAR track, yeah. right? So then you don't even have to stop unless you need to replace tires. Yeah. It's just constantly charging. That's a, I'd be for sure, like definitely way to go. And I know that like, like now, like I think I remember in high school, I did like a report or whatever about like electric cars or some, and uh, compared to, I compared different cars you know, like the prius the chevy volt the chevy bolt like all like you know the ford fusion eco like mm -hmm. the, all that kind of stuff compared to a bunch of different cars and like how they did on battery and stuff and like i think it was like the volt stands out because it was just like it as you drove as the wheels turned it charged the battery but it's just like if the it just didn't make, i forget because it's been a long time since i did that report but mm -hmm. it's just like i forget now it's just like if it the wheels constantly turn and it's generating energy for the car to use why do you ever have to charge it Maybe it's not enough. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Because I know like a lot of, because I know you can get like a fully electric Volt and stuff and they have hybrids and stuff still, but I mean, there's just, there's just still stuff to figure out about electric mm -hmm. that needs, you know, they will figure it out. It's just a matter of time, you know, it could, oh, yeah. happen, could happen tomorrow, you know, it's just. They're close. Yeah. I mean, they made, I mean, they've had this kind of technology for a long time. It's just, I don't think anyone's ever really done with it. Cause I mean, you can look at projects back in the seventies where like they tried to create, like when the gas crisis hit, they really tried to figure out electric back then and then it just kind of then the gas kind of came back into out of its thing and it was just way more convenient i think people just abandoned their electric thing mm -hmm. like their their whole freaking yeah process and projects they just, they just abandoned it. they're just like yeah screw it i wonder where we'd be without musk and tesla pushing it because tesla almost went i mean tesla almost didn't happen the two guys yeah. that created it they almost if musk hadn't stepped up who knows where it would be now wouldn't be anything probably yeah i mean we'd probably still be the same because I mean, you were thinking about like, electric hasn't been that long. Like, I mean, the first Prius, I don't know if that's the first, like, I don't know if that's the first production car that's like, you know, hybrid. It was the first big one. Whatever. I I think that's the first big one, yeah, I think. And that, I mean, they started that back in like probably like 02, But it never really caught on. Yeah, it wasn't until probably like, you know, you know, 10 years ago, a little bit, like maybe 12, 13 years ago that it really started to catch on. And then it mm. really caught fire probably within the last 10 years that people are just like, you know, electrics, like, you know, the future, the way to go, like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that would look like, especially for NASCAR. But it's interesting to think. But do you think, do you think it'd be as popular if it wasn't as mechanical as it is now? I mean, if it went all electric and you're not hearing the loud engines and you're not really in it, you're just watching these cars silently whiz by. I'm gonna, I'd, I'd probably say no. Yeah. That's, that's part of the that's part of it like a lot of people are just like oh nascar is stupid at stuff you know like and I, I understand where they're coming from when you know you're watching on tv it can get pretty boring you're just watching them go round around in a circle you know but um i've only been to i've been to lots of races countless races at at the uh the track here Rabbit acres mm -hmm. countless it's it's awesome you just go there and you just you know you hear them they're nice like it's just you feel the ground shake when they drive by it's freaking awesome you can't beat it and it's just like going to like a nascar event it's the same thing. It's just on a grander scale. It's just like, it's, it's awesome. You just feel the power that they make. And like, even like when the, uh, you know, the air force, they have the planes and stuff that fly overhead, like that just rattles the ground. I mean, that's insane, but 
it's like the smell of the fuel, the smell of the tires. Like it, it's, it's really fun to just be in the atmosphere. So like, I don't think if it was electric that as many people would watch it, but mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know. It might be more entertaining. Cause like if you go like, on, cause they probably go faster. That's true. But I mean, you know, on certain tracks, they're doing 200 miles an hour. Not every track, but on certain tracks like Daytona and Talladega, they're doing 200 miles an hour the whole time. Like, they don't have to hit their brakes unless they are coming, you know, into a pit road or if they're going to see a wreck or something. Because, like, that road, that that track is just, they're, they're so big and they're so wide. It's just, you just hold it down the whole time. It's full throttle. So, on tracks like that, electric would be, I think that would be, a really big step back for electric just because like you are using a lot of energy mm. and so you'd really have to deplete really fast at this point i mean it could yeah, be at least with the in, ten, in, who knows, in 10 years it could be fully electric i mean i don't know but it's just only time will tell do you like nascar more than f1 yeah i just never yeah. i never got into like other types of racing I, I grew up watching nascar my family did my uh my aunt would take care of us for daycare and she'd always have it on sundays and stuff and so we'd always watch it and we grew up watching them. And they're just fun to like, you know, as a kid, it's cool. Cause like, you know, their, their cars, it's like your little hot wheels are like racing real life on TV, yeah. you know, all the bright colors and stuff, like all the crashes and stuff. It's really fun. It was fun to watch as a kid and just kind of grew into something more as an adult that I never got out of, but I mean, I don't ever plan on getting out of it. I might one day, you know, mm-hmm. just whatever, but yeah, why not? It's just like watching football. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I totally understand people don't like watching it. Like, I don't get me wrong. Yeah. I fully understand people don't like it, but it's just like, for me, I just don't feel that way. Yeah. I can do it if, if I'm there watching it in person, then like, I'm a little more into it, but watching it on TV, I'm just like, I was really looking forward to it. Cause we were supposed to go to a race down in Sonoma. It's a road course. So then do the right and left turns and stuff, but it's just like, are they open? They're not. They, the uh, race got canceled. It, well, at first, like it was just like, Oh, they got postponed. And then they just, they just canceled it. So I'm still waiting on the money to get refunded to me. But I was pretty disappointed in that because, like, last time I went was, like, 2012. And, honestly, I was still pretty young. Mm. It was just, like, now we'd be going with, you know, with some friends and whatnot. And just, like, be nice to just, like, have a couple of beers, watch the race. Like, it's it'd be different, different feeling. Way different feeling. Is but, the local season here? Are they still on track to start this? Yeah, they got – it's gotten – it's got postponed twice. Mm-hmm. But they're supposed to open it, I think, like – I'm not sure what the date is, but you look on their website and Facebook or whatever, it'll like say it's supposed to be like the, for like the firecracker 100 or something like that, mm-hmm. which is usually like the July for the rate, like the, the, the 4th of July race, they're supposed to be open. And I really hope they stick to it. Cause that's always a fun race to watch, but it may get canceled because of all this, but I'm not too sure yet. I mean, that they, they, they are planning on opening, you know, it's just a matter of when. Yeah. And what would that look like? Is everyone going to have to wear masks? And then when they're oh, drinking sure beer, so. and, yeah, sure I mean, so. I hope not. Yeah. That's gonna be the first season I can go where I can, I'm 21. So I can I have go a and beer. Drink, so it's just, I want to enjoy a beer and watch yeah. the race, but I don't know. I don't know if they, cause I could see him just, you know, probably recording every race and like live streaming it or whatever. So you watch it from home. Really hope that don't happen, but that's who knows. Yeah. Who knows? I can't believe that they still don't have the gyms open with everything else that is opened up. Yeah, I mean, with everything else that's opened up, I mean, like, a gym's a little more different than, like, a restaurant, I think, you know? Yeah. Like, you're still pretty close proximity to a restaurant and, you know, stuff like that, but it's just, like, the gym, like, you're working out, everyone's breathing heavy, you're, you're sweating, like, you know, I see a bunch of nasty-ass people who don't already wipe down their machines mm-hmm. after they're done, like, that really, it's pretty gross, it's just, like, just wipe, mm-hmm. it takes five, like, ten seconds, so if someone, especially now, doesn't do that, it's just, like, compounded yeah it's just it can only you know that might spread it more so i mean i can understand yeah. why the gyms aren't open i mean 
I, I'm, ever since the option of the gym hasn't been there, I really like to go to the gym. <laughs> right. But uh, even when it was open, I was like the first to me, like I didn't go as much as I should have or as much as I wanted to. But now that it's not even an option anymore, it's like you people really want to go. go. And, yeah. But I think once the gym's even open back up, it's just going to be like probably around the first of the year where like everyone makes a resolution to work out more. Last and a then week. it'll last a week or two. And then, then it just empty. it just dies out. Yep. So it's just like I feel like when the, if the gyms open back up, like when they do, I feel like that same thing's probably gonna happen. There's gonna be a, oh, they're, definitely they're gonna be swarmed with people, and then there's gonna be the back to normal, you know, within a month or two. Mm -hmm. I just feel like where, especially with having like hair salons and barber shops open, you've got one person coming into contact with all those people. Yeah, I mean, at least in a gym, yeah, you guys are using the same equipment, but maybe people would be better about cleaning with everything that's going on. But at least so. you're spaced out. At the end of the day. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, r touching the same person that walks in. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, know, they, you know, like, on, you know, you look in, like, Planet Fitness, they have, you know, 50 freaking treadmills. Like, you don't need that many. You know, you can just. Yeah, that's a perfect take, example. You can just take some caution tape and you can just wrap, you know, from this one to this one. These three you can't use, the six yeah. feet, or these two you can't use, and just space them out that way. You know, if there's more than one machine you can do it that way mm -hmm. you know you probably take all you know like the free weights and stuff like the dumbbells you probably take those out because i don't know if a lot of like a lot of people like wipe those down either but i mean like all the machines you could probably keep open and then as long as you just space them out more and stuff like that because they have definitely some machines that are you know there's more than one like a treadmill or elliptical whatever you the you cardio know. machines yeah yeah so it's just like if you space those out then it should be all right but maybe ditch like the dumbbells or whatever just trying to put those in the back until like every like the whole thing blows over and then bring them back out. I just feel like with all the information that's out, we know it's not that bad. I mean, yeah, people are going to get sick when we really start reopening. You know, that's just, it's just going to happen. We're yeah. going to get more cases, but there comes a point where we have to realize we got to, we just got to, they got to release the power. People take off the mask to get back to work. It's not, it's it's just not what we thought it was. The media the really scared a bunch of people when it came out. Dude, like, they got me. It was just like the media. Like I thought, I thought a lot of people were gonna die. Yeah, the media just like totally, totally freaked everybody out. It's just like it for me. It just it was never super scary. It was we're just like oh, it's just you know, it's another worst case of the flu. It's another influenza thing. It's just. It's going to blow over. It's not like it's going to be the new plague. Like everyone was acting like it was the plague. You take your mask off. You go outside. You're going to die. It was never like that in reality. Just like the media might make you think that. But it's just like I never. Not that like I never bought into it. But it was more just like. Just didn't. I kind of looked at the bigger picture in my mm. eyes. I thought just like. It, the media always makes everything look worse than it is. For, I think on some, some things. But. Most things. I would argue but do you watch a lot of the news it's like a big headline i mean like it's not my parents watch the news like every night or whatever and like when i lived there it would be more just like i was i'm eating dinner like i you know be, i'd be on my phone but like i'd probably be like listen to some of the stories here and there but it's more just like i'd probably listen to like the local news and like listen to stuff around here than listen to whatever's going on in the country or something like that but i honestly don't keep a whole lot of the news it's just like a lot of the big headlines and stuff you know you hear about obviously that's kind of yeah they spread around yeah you're not gonna avoid that you know but because even if you don't listen to the media or you're not you know on the news at all other people do so that other people are gonna be talking about it you're yeah gonna, it still spreads yeah it's you're you know you're gonna hear a lot about it whether you watch the media or not in certain topics and even just on social media yeah. like you can't 
be completely separated from it because you're going to run across it on your newsfeed. Yeah. Even if people aren't talking about it, you're still going to see it. I actually, after talking to Haley on the previous podcast episode, I really want to go to a city council meeting. I don't know if they're still, are they doing them over like online, like over FaceTime or something? I have no idea. I've talked about going to like a board of supervisors meeting mm-hmm. uh, just for like, you know, a work related issue. But um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things I've always just like, you know, for a while now and probably the past year that I've just like, oh, we should, I should really go just to check that. it just, out. Just, you know, just, you go once, you don't like it, not your cup of tea, whatever. You don't have to go back. But it's just it's something I just never did. Like it's something yeah. I'd be interested to go listen to and just like act because like you can hear other people like oh they only talk about this so and talk about that. But like, you're not gonna really know until you go and like watch one or two and you're just like okay so this is actually how they deal with things. This is actually what they talk about like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So because I mean I hear a bunch of stuff from like what you know how they talk or what they actually decide about how they decide things. But you're not gonna know unless you go. Haley said she went a few times and there like she was the only one. On a few occasions. She was the only one. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, right? Which is crazy. You think local politics... I mean, you hear the argument all the time that they affect you more than, you know, Big who the president is. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff around here that a lot of people complain about but don't actually take a lot of action in. So, I mean, that, that's... Because that's complaining is easier. That's why that doesn't really surprise me. It's just mm-hmm. like when we talked about going to the board of supervisors for a work-related issue, it was more just like a lot of the people who are above me and my job are just like, it's not going to do any good. Why waste our time? It's just like, you're not going to know unless you don't try. I was yep. like, if you don't try, you literally can complain about everything, but if you want something done, you're not going to like, yeah, they might laugh in your face if you go in there, but like, you're not going to know unless you go in there. So what's it going to hurt? Yeah. You know, you're already not getting anything. So like, you're already upset. So what are you going to do? Get upset more? Highly doubt it. Like just, at least you're going to know, at least, you know, you can say, Hey, I tried. Yeah. That mentality of it's not worth trying. That's how Nothing gets done. No, I think that's just ridiculous. Yeah. If it's about like any topic, if you really feel like, like super strongly about, you know, a topic or whatever, and you just sit back and don't do anything about it, you go, you almost can't complain about not getting anything done. Yeah. Cause I remember that in high school, like we were in student government. It's just like, you know, people are complaining about doing this and doing that. It's just like, where were you? You, yeah, you, exactly. had, you had your chance to speak up and you didn't. Where and, were we? Yeah. You could have did. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> No, it's just like people complain about shit. It's just like you weren't there. You didn't have your opinion to be heard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah you, yeah, you can complain about it. But if you want something done, you want to see something changed. It may not happen, but, you know, at least you can say you tried. Yeah, even, that's a good point. Even with the student government at Eureka High, we, we would get backlash from people. Oh, why didn't you do this? Or why are you guys? Why didn't this turnout happen the way it was supposed to? And it's like, oh, uh, there were two of us there. And nobody else came to help so yeah, that was a big trigger for for me sometimes it's just like not that you and i are you know we're always like a big super planner you mm-hmm. know type of people but it was just like you know a lot of the stuff we were there at least like help and like have our opinions we heard about stuff like that it was just like everyone's just like oh well you guys have the platform because you're in the class like you have the platform too yeah like every time we have a meeting at lunch you like yeah you have to give up a lunch but like so do all of us who were there like mm-hmm. it doesn't it's one lunch out of the whole week. It's one lunch out of the whole you month. Make you make know, the sacrifice. Just, yeah. If you really feel strongly about that, a half hour in your day is not going to really stop you. If yeah. You nobody really showed it, up not, to those. Not really, unless like, you were part of it. Unless there's something big like yeah. homecoming or you know the prom or just, just big decisions like that, fun or things like that. But when it was just, oh, like everyday crap, like, oh, we got this much of the budget. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. It's just like. I mean, truth be told, we probably wouldn't have been there if we didn't have to be. 
It's a good point. For certain things. You got I mean, me there. For certain things, we probably wouldn't be there if we didn't have to be. Because most of it's just boring. Yeah. It's just, we've got this much money. We need to allocate it for these things. I make a motion to open this up to discussion. And yeah. it's like, which I get it. But then there's things like, what? I, don't, I can't remember what it was, but it's where the senior class was going to like make a film and we were pretending to be the teachers or something. Do you remember that? Yeah. I can't remember what that was called. Some some fun senior thing we were gonna do. Yeah, that. it was gonna be something that like they like you were supposed to like act it out at first, but then like people had issues with it, act on stage and stuff, like squad issues with it. So like yeah, we were gonna like year. videotape it, get it approved. approved and stuff. But like I remember I remember one time doing that after school and it was like me and like three other people showed up. And like I was supposed to play Grant, so I was supposed to have a bike, and I was under the impression that someone else was supposed to bring a bike, and I didn't have a bike, and we're just like, "What are we doing? Like we are supposed to play Grant? What's happening? Bike, there? and we don't have a bicycle. It was just kind of ridiculous, and it's just a lot of stuff like that was just pretty flaky. And I feel like that's, you know, again, that's high school. You know, yeah, it doesn't mean anything, but if you were that way, then you're gonna how do are that. You now? How are you gonna do that now? Like, how are you not gonna be that later? Yeah, yeah, and that was something that was supposed to be fun that i was looking forward to i was excited to do that yeah but even for those meetings we had a fraction of a fraction of a percent of the senior class show up to yeah. actually try to get something going and then everyone dropped the ball including you know me we all dropped the ball and it never got done yeah i mean that's just and you know it's high school it's also yeah. supposed to be fun it wasn't you know it's looking back like back then it was kind of just like what the hell you know but yeah. looking back on it, it's just like yeah, whatever potatoes. it's no it's no big deal that was high school who gives a crap yeah <laughs> but what was the work thing that you guys want to go to the board of supervisors for can you talk about that uh yeah i mean it was just like we had a it was like a, like a wage thing mm. and we actually had our union rep come and talk to us about it and stuff and there's a lot of like you know there's quite a few people who don't think our union is like the greatest and stuff like that and I, I don't really know you know i don't like the union they represent all of us um for the county all the county workers yeah like if you're because you can be in it or you can not be in it like me i'm not in it um but because that's the biggest reason i'm not in it is just because like it's if you're gonna be in the union you know you gotta pay a union to do mm-hmm. so it's like 50 bucks for a paycheck or 50 bucks a month so i'm like that's not too bad but it's just like i'm just i didn't join when i first got in there and uh i mean i can go join whatever i want but he kind of explained, he he explained to us just like, look, if you like, I can't do everything. He's like, if you want some help with whatever issues you guys are having for us, like, and it was a wage. Um, it was just like, well, cause he helped the nurses like a few years ago and they were out there like, you know, they were picketing, doing all this stuff. Oh, for St. Joe's. Yeah. And like, that's how the nurses got their big, you know, they got their raise or whatever. It's because they, you know, they put some effort in themselves and the guy was just like, I can help you guys, but I can't do it all myself. He's like, if you guys want, if you guys are really serious about this, you know, we'll have some future meetings. We'll have a plan of attack. We'll do this. We'll do that. And then we'll go from there. Mm. And, and an idea was just like, cause like a lot of it was just like uh, the board of supervisors from what I understand was just like, you know, uh, they kind of decide on stuff like that. Yeah. They I oversee think, the County, right? Yeah. I think they, I mean, they run, you know, they vote on stuff, you know, it's, and I'm not entirely sure, you know, what they always talk about and stuff. It's like, again, I've never been to a meeting for them, but I asked the union guy, I was just like, is there something that we can go? Because I guess they, they meet on Tuesdays and I didn't know that back then. He was just like, yeah, they meet on Tuesdays. If you actually want to go in there and listen, and, you know, you want to talk and speak up or whatever, about whatever you want to talk about, they go in there every Tuesday. So it's like, you can take a, like the 
day off work and you can go in there and talk to them about whatever you want to talk about and like, you know, speak up for, you know, whatever. And I was just like, well, I told people my work with, I was like, well, why don't we do that? And I just never really went anywhere. I was just like, people get jaded. There's the problem. Well, they just got, I think they just got kind of discouraged. Maybe I mean, I don't know if that's the right word to use, but it's just like, they were just like, nothing's going to get done. It's not going to change anything. It's just like, I understand they'd be, you know, you guys have been there for a long time. You've seen some stuff not happen. You know, I, I get it, but it's just like, why not try? Yeah. Have, what, what do we have to lose? Absolutely nothing. Like it's, it's not going to hurt a damn thing to go up there and say how we feel, say what we want. Cause like, who knows? We might get lucky. We might get something. It might be a fraction of what we want. We might get something. That's a start, but it's never led anywhere. Yeah. You don't know if you don't try. Yeah. What? I don't know really anything about unions. Where, what does your union do? What do they go to? Um, just paying that guy's paycheck or they funnel it into something for you or our union pretty much kind of like they kind of like save our ass like if somebody does something wrong if somebody does something wrong Mm -hmm. you know if we're doing something and it wrecks a piece of equipment or like you're kind of on your ass to get fired the union is there behind you to speak up and like defend you pretty much um but that's only if you're in the union Mm -hmm. like if because union they fight for like our wages and stuff like they're the ones who we tell the union what we want and they do kind of like a bargaining. They're, they're pretty much a bargaining unit with the, the board of supervisors. We tell them what they want. They go in there and explain to them what we want, why we want it, stuff like that. And they fight for what we want. And they sometimes can get nothing. They can sometimes get a couple things off the list of the stuff that we have. It just kind of depends. What what are they? Is it like a group of previous county workers that are lobbying for you guys or it's just like some... I've, honestly, I don't even know. Yeah. Because like... I've been with the county for about three, a little over three years. Uh, wow, it's well, been that long already. Oh, I think it's been almost three years, actually. Yeah. It's been pretty close, but uh, the first year and a half, I was just extra helps, you know. didn't was like I was a county employee, but I wasn't like a real county employee. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like for almost, for a little over a year now, I've been doing like a, like an actual legit county employee. So, and out of, But out of that whole experience of me being there for, you know, as long as I have, I've met the union guy once. Yeah. And we haven't heard back from him. As far as I know, we haven't heard back from him since that happened. That was, you know, a few months ago. So it's just stuff like that. That's kind of almost seems like why, why be a part of it? Yeah. And that's why, you know, a lot of my, a lot of people I know at work, they are, they feel the same way. They're like, because I thought there was honestly going to be like when the, when the union guy came in, there was like a lot of hostility at first. Well, like towards the end of it, it was all pretty much even out. Like we were, you know, everyone was okay. But when it first like got going, I mean, it got heated quick. I was just like... People were like hostile towards the union? Not really hostile. They are just really pissed because they felt the union wasn't doing like a very good job oh. and stuff like that because like it's been forever. It seems like since, you know, you can say what you want about union. There's a lot of people that say a lot of good things about the union and they, they do good things. Don't get me wrong. Um, and I'm kind of undecided about it because just like I haven't really looked into joining the union just because mm. like I really don't plan on it because just like I said, the union does something. It backs you up if your back's against the wall. And you're, you know, you think you're about to get fired. They stand up for you. They kind of, you know, they pr- kind of protect you. Uh, and as far as I know, that's pretty much, they're like our bargaining unit and they do that for you. And they, they do like the, like they stand up for you. And that's about all I know. That's their only job, but I'm not too sure. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, I, don't, I know I, that there's a bunch of different unions for different jobs and stuff, but I don't know yeah. the extent of where that. I can understand the point of a union and stuff. Like, like I understand like why they're important and stuff like that. But like, you know, there's a, a really big difference in a good union and a bad union. 
Mm-hmm. So and I don't, I don't, I don't know too much about ours about what we have, but it's all I can tell you. Like from the people that I work with and talk to and stuff, a lot of them don't like our union. Yeah. So. Well, if he's not doing anything for you guys, what's the point? Yeah. Have you seen The Irishman on Netflix? No, with Liam Neeson. No, with uh Robert De Niro. And they oh age no, no no yeah 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 no I've heard yeah. a lot about it but I never did. It's pretty watch good. It. The that was kind of the first introduction to unions that I got. I'm not. I mean, it's a movie, so I can't say how accurate right. that was. But apparently, it was based on some actual events, and there was this big guy. I can't think of his name. I saw the movie so long ago, but he was the head of the union, you know, and he had a lot of power. I think it was a trucking union, had a lot of power. And I think the money they paid into the union, it was like their pension fund. So he invested it, right? Or loaned it out on like an investment basis. And it ended up like the mafia. We're not, I don't, oh, maybe it was the mafia or something had like power over it and they just like blew the whole Hmm. pension fund. So that was kind of all I Yeah, because I think for us, I'm not entirely sure because like if you're in the union, you pay your dues. So it's like Mm -hmm. you, they take a little bit of your paycheck every time. And I don't know how much it is exactly and then i don't know where that money goes i don't know if you put into it i don't know what yeah. it does where it goes who it goes to i no clue so because a lot of people that i know they don't they're not in the union so they don't take their money a lot of people in the county a lot of people that i work with anyway yeah. like because you know there's because i work for under the branch of public works mm-hmm. like i work for the roads but it's through public works and then like you know, the Department of Health and Human Services, they're a different branch. And I'm not entirely sure what other branches there are, but those are the two main ones I can think of. And I think a lo- it seems like a lot of the people from the DHHS are really into the union. They're all about it and stuff. And then so like there's quite, it seems like there's quite a few people in public works who aren't, but I'm not, I'm not too sure about everyone's like, cause I only know like, you know, not cause there's like different crews for the roads. So and I know like a handful of like how they really feel about mm-hmm. certain stuff and the rest of them could feel completely different. I don't know. Yeah. So how many people do you work with that are on your crew on a daily? Probably. I think there's eight of us. Okay. Including my boss. And that's just one part. And that's just one crew. Yeah. And there's six different crews. There's, uh, us in McKinneyville, and there's Hoopa, and then there's Freshwater, Ferndale, Ronerville, which is like Fortuna, and then there's Garberville. Is Hoopa still through you guys, or did they work through no, Hoopa, the tribe? Like, all, no, Hoopa is like, they're part of us, because like, Hoopa, like, they do, they take care of um a lot of the outskirts and the main parts of Willow Creek, mm. Hoopa, and some other town that's like outside Hoopa, I don't, I can't remember the name, but... They, they, they take care of like a lot of like the roads and stuff out there, but like the tribe has their own like certain stuff mm-hmm. out there. Like the, uh, there's a tribe that has access to other roads, access to certain things that they take care of. But as far like, they, they kind of does have like a, a hoopa like crew. Do you have a certain jurisdiction or do you get sent wherever they, there's certain jurisdictions. Yeah. Like for, uh, like for us, McKinneville, we'd take care of, um, like since McKinneyville isn't really like a city, mm-hmm. it's like just a, a town. Uh, pretty much all the roads there are county, and then we take care of all of the Arcata Bottoms, which is a lot of it's just like farming land and just ranches stuff like that. And then we go all the way up in the hills to like Maple Creek Snow Camp stuff like that. Oh, wow. And then we have all of Orc also, and then we even go past Orc and we actually meet who. That's where we meet Hoopa's territory is up on um, 
Bald Hills, and that's when it goes down to their area. Oh, wow. And it's just like out on Maple Creek. We meet Freshwater's area. We're on a road called Butler Valley, and that's where there takes off. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it's everybody's branches meet together. Like, actually, part of Freshwater, there's a road on Neyland that just goes all the way out to the backside of the mountain. And the backside of the mountain is where they meet Runnerville's, and that's actually goes to Route 30 or the Highway 36. Okay. So, I mean, it's all like we're all connected at some point. It's just yeah. there's certain cutoff points that we take care of, and there's certain cutoff points that they take, the other crews take care of. Mm-hmm. Like, we can help each other out. Like, um, like this week we did some paving on scenic drive over in Trinidad or by Trinidad and the Hoopa crew came in pretty much their whole crew came in and helped us out. A couple of guys from freshwater came and helped us out. Like we, like we can help each other stuff on big projects, but on day-to-day basis we're by ourselves. Yeah. Like we, our crew takes care of our area. Yeah. And uh, we have the big, like we have a big area and freshwater has a big area. I think between the two of us, we have like over just either a little over 400 miles of road. Oh, wow. Just between the two crews. Everybody else is, else is pretty small. But like between McKinneyville and Freshwater, we have a, the biggest populated areas. I think Freshwater definitely has the most population because they take care of, because like the town of Eureka, like the city of Eureka takes care of all that. But like when it comes to like Myrtletown, Cutting, Humboldt Hill, Fields Landing, King Salmon, um, out in Alita, all that's the freshwater area. Like it's a pretty big area to take, like to, like to try and take care of. Yeah, and a lot of it's pretty popular. Like, like cutting, there's obviously people here. It's not just you know woods and dirt roads. Yeah, you're not it's out like, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's like where there's like a lot of places in Hoopa and you know even like Bronerville and Ferndale. It's just like they're out in the sticks. There's like you know, there's roads you might get like two cars a day that are county roads where it's just like McKinneyville and Freshwater. You have the two main roads, like the two busiest roads around the, between those two crews. Like uh, for us, it's central Avenue. That's like the, like the county owned road that gets the most traffic out of the whole county is that not saying it gets more than Broadway. Cause that's, that's the highway. That's Caltrans. We don't take care of that. Mm. But a county uh, owned road, central Avenue gets the most traffic in a day. And, 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 um, and Myrtle Avenue is not too far behind it. Are you guys doing a lot of, like repaving whole roads or is it more like just maintenance? It's pretty much maintenance. Like mm. we don't do kind of like construction. Like if you look at, um, in our area for like first uh, existence, like scenic and Patrick's point, uh, those are roads that go from like, from like just South of Trinidad all the way up to just the North of Trinidad. Mm-hmm. And there it's the whole, both roads is pretty much just along the coastline. And there's definitely parts of it where it's just slipping off into the ocean. And we don't, it's kind of hard to, fix because like we can maintain it but like if it's really bad then it's almost just like it needs real construction and then you guys call in caltrans not necessarily caltrans it honestly have to be like contracted out as like a private person like we can do but because we can only do so much as maintenance not construction um and we there's a spot on patrick's point and it's probably it's been slipping for a long time but like it's just it's mother nature doing it like her own thing it's she's just kind of taking it back there's not really a whole lot we can do about it we we can try and you know maintain it so people can keep going on that road but there's only so much that we can do and so one of these days you're going to show up to do something and it's just the road's gonna be gone it's just gonna be in the ocean like there's there's no there's nothing we can do about it we can just try and maintain it and fix it as much as we can but there's a certain point where like what do you do we can't do anything like What's the, what's, what's the thought process, I guess, then for that? Are you guys just trying to maintain until it goes and then you'll reroute the road or? Yeah. I think honestly, 
that like that certain part that I was talking about it should mm. be rerouted already. Like there's a, it's kind of, cause it's kind of tricky. Cause like on one side of the road, you just have a drop off into the ocean. Like there's the road and there's like, like a turnout and there's like just straight down into the, like the rocks in the water. And the other side of it, there's, you know, a bank. And then even up on that bank, there's some houses up there. So it's just like, I would not want to live there. Yeah. I think if anyone bought a house in Trinidad, it's yeah, <laughs> one of that one of those days. It's just a matter of one of those days. Those hats going to be in the ocean. Matter of time. But anyway, it's just like we could take out the bank right there, and kind of create the road to go the, like right there, and that might help. It may not because you know just like the county road or just like um last chance gray where Caltrans is there's parts of the mm-hmm. highway that it goes over like there's like the road that's built on. There's no there's nothing underneath it. It's oh, just. Man it's kind of an overhang. It's just like the, the cliff side right here, but the road will extend over here and then it goes back onto the thing. So it's just like it, our road could do that. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's only so much we can do because yeah. a lot of people don't understand that we're, we're maintenance. We don't do construction. Like if mm-hmm. you need to blow up a road and like to create a new road, we don't do that. Like we'll maintain what we have. Yeah. I didn't know that. And like we do, we just on scenic, we did like a lot of paving mm-hmm. and, um, which is nice. Like that's the number one. That's the best thing that we can do is pave. We don't do a, a, enough of it. If you ask pretty much anyone who works in the county, like there's people, we should do paving all summer long. And is it just not enough money? It's not enough money. There's not enough crews. I guess back in the day, there was a lot more crews. Like, like I said, there's only six of us throughout the county. There used to be way more and there used to be a lot more people on each crew. Like there used to be like a dozen or so guys on each crew from stories that I've heard. There's been, you know, anywhere between like a dozen or more people in each crew. And so when you got more guys and you have more crews to take care of different, like when you have a smaller area, it's easier to maintain. When you have a smaller crew in a big area, it's a lot harder to maintain. So, and the, the, the money's a big issue too. When you don't get a lot of money, you can't do a whole lot of projects and stuff. So, and a lot, the money seems to fluctuate throughout that, like throughout the County. Like we have, um, I was working with freshwater just a couple of days ago and they were told they were given 64 loads, I believe it was of AC to, to lay out in their area. And then they, that got knocked down to 12. Wow. And then Whoa, that's got, a big drop. And then it got bumped up to 30. Like within, within minutes, that's how like fast thing changes with the County. It's pretty what, ridiculous. Is it just a mismanagement of funds or I don't just, know. I really don't know. It's, I mean, it's a lot of stuff and like, to drop from 64 to 12 and then go back to 30 is, it, yeah, it's kind it's, of mind boggling. It's pretty crazy how stuff kind of gets, how, how the counties ran, honestly. Um, don't blame me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I this just is kinda, just speculation. He's <laughs> not actually saying this. It's just kind of stuff like that where it's, it it's, seems pretty mishandled in some things. Um, in all honesty, hmm. that's, and a lot of people, you know, they'll take it out on us because we're the ones that are. You guys are the middlemen. We're on the front line, like front lines, but we're we're the ones that are doing stuff. Yep. We're, we're the ones the public sees. They mm-hmm. don't see the public, you know, they don't see the supervisors doing whatever. They see us either doing something or doing nothing. And because like in public's mind, even if we're sitting there taking lunch or whatever, they could drive by and think that, oh, there's our tax dollars at work. We're not You're doing anything. In yeah. real last in real you know, in real time, we're just taking lunch. Yeah. And I'll give them this. There's a lot of stuff that like, there's a lot of times that like we have to wait for certain things. Like if like when we were paving on scenic, it's just like we had trucks coming in now, but like when the all the trucks are leaving the area to go to 
the plant to get more mix, more asphalt, just so we can keep going. That's pretty much an opportunity. There's nothing for us to do. Yeah, you got to wait. Yeah, so you got to wait there for 10, 15 minutes. So as traffic's going through and they see us talking, doing whatever, that's exactly what they see. They see us talking, hanging out, doing like, oh, like, you know, we're paying for them to just, you know, hang out and chill. And it's just like, it's really not the case. You know, like there's just really some projects that we literally have to wait. First, there's, there's a process you have to go through. And if there's a step that's missing out of the process, it just stops until mm -hmm. that step is put back into place. Yeah, you think that people would go after the board of supervisors, if anything. I mean, I've told people that. Like, when yeah. people are just like, because I've had more, like, when you go out in, in Palo Patcher Road, that's literally just, it looks like it's been bombed. You know, you drive down a road, and it's just it's just crater after crater after crater. And it's just like, we're out there with, you know, our mix, which is essentially oil and rock. And it sticks together for only a certain amount of time. And when it rains, and people keep hitting the same hole over and over it just, it blows out. we got to go back again. It's, it's way nicer and way easier for us to go out and pave. And a lot of people don't understand is that we'd love to do it. We don't like going back to the same road every three weeks and pothole patch the same road, the same hole. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier to spend them time, spend the money, spend the manpower, sit there and pave it and maintain it that way. It's so much easier. We don't have to go back and pile patch it. The public loves it because it's way nicer and smoother to drive on. And it looks, it's just, it's just nicer, but the money isn't always there. How long does a paved road last? Um, just depends how long, uh, it kind of depends how long you maintain it and stuff. Because mm -hmm. I mean, there's certain roads that have lasted, you know, decades, but there's also, like, if you, if you do it right, you know, like when you do like even though like, I work on the roads and like I'm still pretty new in the eyes like you know of everyone else who's compared to my crew mm -hmm. so it's just like I think ideally when you do a road you want to like you want to ditch it you want to mow it you want to do everything right and then you want to pave it and then you come back and layer it with like a chip seal and that's like a just a rock layer mm -hmm. that just kind of adds extra protectant but then you have to like allow the pavement the asphalt to cure for a certain amount of time which is like typically about a year from what i understand and then you lay down the chip seal and then it's good to go but the number if you don't have a good drainage on the road like your road ain't gonna last that long well shit look at 299 i mean 299 mm. blows out they always all have, the time yeah they always have stuff like that but caltrans has a lot more money a lot more funding a lot more manpower to sit there and do stuff like that mm -hmm. and they also have a lot more like you know, because because they have more money, it's not always them doing the work. Like a lot of times, they'll have like contractor do it, and which makes sense. You know, because because contractors can get pretty upset that when we do a bunch of paving because it's taking the money, it's taking their jobs away from them. And to a certain point, we can do like if we wanted, to like say, um, let's just say Broadway, and it's not it's not our road, but I'm just using that as an example because everybody knows it. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to redo that and the county owned it, that's something that's way too big for us. That's something that has to be contracted out and they can do it. Um, we do, because like, obviously, like I said, that's not our road, but the county can do, there's only so much that we can do because we are so small mm -hmm. and because we are so limited take to too long. amount of money, then there's just certain things that we just can't do. Yeah. Um, but it like the, the paving is a lot better to do and we'd love to do it more. It's just, it's just not always there. And where's the money without, and, and with six crews, we all share one paper and truth be told, you guys paper, only have one. We have one and we, we, Whoa. all of us have to share it. So whenever say if Garville wants to share it or if, if Garville wants to use it, it has to be shuttled all the way there. Or if they have to use it, but Hoopa wants to use it. It's pretty much just kind of a who it's kind of like a sign out sheet who signs it out first is who's yeah. going to get it. 
and it's just it's pretty sad because just like at least it'd be way easy, it'd be way a lot nicer um obviously we don't have the money but like, it'd be really nice if all, like, every crew had their own but if we only if we had two because if you think about it it's like freshwater us mckinneville and then um you have hoopa you we're called like the northern crews and then like the southern is like ferndale runnerville garberville so even if like you had like two pavers uh one for each like i guess section you could call them it's that'd be a lot nicer yeah, too. probably help out a lot and like the paper we have is just like it's made to do like driveways i mean it's not very big you look at the paper we have and you look at the paper that caltrans has ours is a joke mm. ours could fit inside their paper like it's this is a monster this is a real paper that's what you use to do highways real roads we have a crappy one ours is just like it's so small and tiny it's like it's made to pay driveways and stuff like what size roads are you guys doing then when you do actually when you're actually going to pave it just average size roads just like it's how long of a stretch though it could just kind of depends how like ours is we're doing um on scenic i'm not entirely sure how far we're going with it but we're doing we did 20 loads actually we did over 20 loads yesterday and on monday we're gonna go back there and tie it up and then we're gonna do i think another 20 right there okay so but and when you do paving it can make it it can go a lot longer like you can like adjust the paver to make it look to lay down really thick so if you lay down really thick you're not gonna it's not gonna go as far where if you lay down thinner mm. it, you can go a lot farther it's just obviously not that thin so it may not last that long yeah so it just kind of depends that's kind of up to the bosses to decide that's up to them to mark out how long they how like what sections are the worst that they have to do and which sections need it more than others how long they want the sections to be stuff like that yeah but the roads around here are crazy man it seems like there'd be some especially with caltrans in like 299 and even going north to crescent city like you'd think there have to be a better way than just rebuilding the road each time it blows yeah. out yeah i mean you look at um i'm not gonna say where you live but on your road that's a county road right there yeah so like that road like from this like you know this, the block you're on isn't too bad mm -hmm. the block above you straight ass yeah it's pretty rough so it's just like there's, even Campton down there is yeah, pretty rough. You got to take section. You got to take that. Like the bosses have to take that into account of like which section needs it more. Mm -hmm. What like you know because if there's a road that gets 300 cars a day, but then there's a road that gets 2,000 cars a day. The road that gets 2,000 cars a day, it's going to be more of a priority because it gets more traffic, high, more high flow, more people on it. Yep. And that's not saying that the road with only 300 people a day needs it less. It's just eventually that's going to need it too. It's just a matter of time. Like it's going to take longer for that road to get something than it is for the more populated roads, which does make sense. Mm -hmm. But you know, that, that doesn't mean that that road should get neglected all the time. Yeah. Like there's, it comes a point where like, cause I'm, there's other places like you want to redo a road every 10 years. It could be, it could look beautiful. could look just fine. It's just to maintain it. You want to tear it up. You want to redo it. And, but that requires money and manpower. And that's something we don't have. Yeah. We'll have enough of, I guess is a better way. Yeah. To yeah and then so the city obviously what they have their own crew they contract that out when the, the city got their road. own stuff i'm not too sure how they work i imagine it's pretty similar to us they got their own road crew and stuff but i mean because i mean i live in the city of Eureka, and so when i moved into my apartment the road is just it's annihilated and like all it took was literally just i called and left a message i didn't talk to anybody but i left a message i was just like hey you know my name's something like i live here you know can you like the, this road's pretty bad can you guys come out and pothole patch it and I was actually pretty impressed within like three days they came out with like actually 
asphalt hot mix, closed the road off, you know. Did make, the whole road. They didn't do the whole road, but they got the potholes. Oh. And they did it with like real hot mix, real asphalt. Whereas like when we do patching, a lot of the time it's pretty much like it's cold. It's not hot. It's just rock with oil. And it stays for a little bit, but when you want to do hot asphalt, that's going to stay way longer, way nicer. So they didn't do the whole road, but I don't blame them because just like they have, they probably have less people than we do or just as many and their budget's probably smaller, about the same as ours. So it's just like, I understand where they're coming from. So mm -hmm. I, I want, I need to do it again because that was about a year ago and there's more holes now. So I need to do it again. But I, I was pretty impressed. They did it. They came out within like yeah, two, three or, three, two or three, two or three days of doing it. And they did it well. Like, it was pretty pretty cool. And so, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. If you call the county and complain, um, you can, you, like, you get a hold, like, of the foreman. Like, if I called my, if I called the Humboldt County office and was just like, hey, I want to complain about this road. They'll be like, okay, well, what road? And then, you know, you tell them and then they'll tell you, okay, well, so-and-so is in charge of this crew. So, you want to, talk, I can give you their number and you can call them. Mm -hmm. And then you can talk to the foreman directly and then, you know, hopefully get something done. Yeah. And... I think they really tried their best. Like my boss is always getting emails on his phone, always getting phone calls, always getting complaints. He's always talking to people, dealing with people's problems with what they have and trying to help them out as best as he can. But sometimes the money isn't there to do it. Like if they want to, you know, if they were just like, well, the road I live on is just annihilated. It just sucks. You know, it's holes all the time. It needs to be, you know, done and stuff like that. Then, you know, we'll try and go out there and we'll get, try and get like the worst of the worst of the potholes. But there's lots, there's a lot of roads where it's just rough. Cause yeah. there's only, you can't throw pothole mix into a skiff. It's just, to me, it's kind of pointless. Other people would disagree, but to me, it's just like, if you just have a rough road, you need to pave it. You need to put asphalt in it because if you have holes, yeah, pothole patch is definitely, it's more, it's better because you don't want to, you know, pop your tire, bend your rear, whatever it is, mm -hmm. but it's just like, you need to, you need to pave on a rough road. You need to pave, not yeah. just like patch it yeah. the patch is jack <laughs> i think somebody dropped off a package or something because a patch is literally because a, a paul patch is literally just a band-aid mm -hmm. on the problem it's like putting and then a, you got to go back and put in yeah it's like putting a band-aid on. on an open wound it's just like it doesn't it does something but not very much and it's yeah. only gonna last so long until Temporary you do fix. it again yeah and the county's really good at that we gotta go to one of those supervisor meeting man <laughs> yeah i want to check that out i want to check out the city council meetings too just to see. It was funny. My girlfriend, she was just like, well, when you go on there, what are you going to talk about? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I imagine we probably talk about a job. And I was just like, I'll probably talk about this, this, this. And she's like, I wouldn't say that. She's like, you're going to get fired. I'm just like, well, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just like kind of spitting gotta try out. something. Well, I'm just spitting out the truth of like what actually happens of what I know to be the truth. You know, like mm -hmm. I'm a small pawn in the county's game. Like I'm this big. And then like, you know, like let's say like Rex Bone, he's this big. You know, it's just like, it's a big difference. And it's just like of what just she was just if you say something wrong like the like you were just like i doubt it but whatever mm -hmm. i'm not really too worried about that but squeaky wheel gets the oil <laughs> that's what they say i kind of want to reach out to one of the supervisors and see if i could get them on i don't even know if they'd be interested in something like this but just to talk to them and see all right laid out for me well, you I mean, know what i mean the, i mean the difference of you doing it i don't think is really too much different than anyone i mean like, no yeah if you walk up to a supervisor at an event you know so you walk up to rex bone he's at his freaking baseball fields over there and it's just like you should be able to walk up to him and you know shake his hand and introduce yourself and if you have a question he should be able to answer it. i mean that's what he's paid for mm -hmm. i mean as far as i'm concerned because 
I've been told that, you know, even though I'm a road worker for the county, the county works for the public. So if the public has a question, they can stop and ask us anytime they want. And we'll try our best to answer when they ask. I mean, obviously, if they want to ask a question in the middle of a paved job, pretty inappropriate. You got to get out of here. You can't like we're busy. You can't do this. Yeah. But, you know, first, it, it shouldn't be a problem. Like if we're flagging something that they ask us a question or whatever, it's usually not a problem for us to tell them what, you know, what we can tell them, what we know. Same thing should be done with Rex Bone. Just like you should be able to go over and ask him about a question and he should be able to answer. It's definitely how it should be. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, he's getting paid however much money to do it. You know, that's that's his job is to deal with the public. So, I mean, I really don't think it should be a problem to go up and ask him. I mean, if he's in the middle of grocery shopping with his wife or he's out not to dinner. Not the time. If he's out to dinner with something. Hey, Rex, that, I have a question pro- for you, Probably man. not the best idea. But, I mean, if he's just like, you know, if you just see him, you know, out of public function especially, like, it should be no problem to do yeah. it. I don't think. Is he still running the fields over there? I think so. Does he own the land? Like I don't know. I, yeah, I think I think out. he owns I think he owns the fields. I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I've never met the guy. I've never talked to him. He's the only person I could name that's on the board of supervisors. Me too. I yeah. think I think it's because he's the most popular. Like he's like definitely he's definitely got the biggest social media presence too. Yeah, I think so. And it's just. Uh, you know, like uh, some of the county employees and him, like, like I don't know if it's mutual, but like a lot of the county employees that I know don't really care for Rex Bone just because, you know, he's, you know, just for their own reasons. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've never met the dude. I've never talked to him. I don't really have much of an opinion about him or any of the supervisors. Um, I just get told what the very little that we do every year is because of what they allow to happen. Yeah. So... As far as I know, they're the reason, like, if you have a problem with your crappy road, they're probably the best person to talk to. Yeah, they're, they're, chances are they're going to refer you to, you know, somebody who's above my boss or even my boss, but it's just like, they're the ones to talk to. They're the ones that seem to make the decisions. They're the ones that seem to make this county go around. Mm-hmm. So start from the bottom, not top, or start from the top, not the bottom. Yeah. And they're just people at the end of the day. They, odds are they don't know what the heck they're doing just as much as anybody else. You know what I mean? I, I won't name names, but there, I think he's on the board of supervisors and he, I think he's a flat earther is the rumor that I've heard around. <laughs> I'll tell, I'll tell you who it is after it's somebody, I think you'd know him. Um, yeah. Thanks. Earth is flat on the board of supervisors. That's, that's interpret just, that how you will, but I mean, that's just politics for you. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to, well, I think a lot of the politicians around here are just like, not even just around here, just politicians in general, in general. They, they tell you what they want to hear. Or they tell you what you want to hear. They don't tell you what they want to do. They tell you, it's a big difference if they did tell you what they want to do and what they actually do. It's a mm-hmm. big freaking difference. So it's just like, uh, like you listen to Trump. It's just like, I really don't have much of an opinion on the guy. I'm not really too political, but it's just like, I've heard him talk and do speeches and, and stuff. It's awful. He does awful freaking. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's rough. pretty insane. He's just like we're the greatest country because of just ever. I'm just like, we just hey, are, dude. You just ah, oh, that's rough. Just yeah. So like I said, I'm not too political. I don't know much about the guy, and like I have, I don't have a whole lot of opinions about that. But it's just like, just I use him as an example. But I mean, it's just, it's just a class of. I think there's a lot of people who are just like him. He's just like, I think it's just a lot of people. He's just like you know, they're, they're selling a product. Yeah, and it's themselves. Yeah. What do you think it for? I know you said you're not too political, but what do you think it for? The election. I don't know. I'm, I'm is is Biden even like? Is he the Democratic for sure? Is he like the uh, number? Yeah. Okay. I see, I so. wasn't. I didn't even know for Have sure. Have you seen his interviews? 
I've heard he's pretty bad too. I've heard it. I've doesn't heard, seem like he's all there, man. I've heard a lot of people say he's got like Alzheimer's and just like he just doesn't know what's going on. And I was like, to be fair, it doesn't seem like Trump really knows what's going on. It seemed like they both kind of, from what I understand, like I haven't done research on either one of them. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm not political, but yeah. it's just like, it seems like the both of them are just kind of like the pawns and it's the people behind them who are like whispering in their ear, tell them to do this, tell them to do that. It's a great do, way to put go it. Go here, go that. Just like it's whoever's behind them is just using them as a pawn to mm-hmm. do whatever they want. And it doesn't seem like either one of those guys really know what the hell they're doing. Like, honestly, because yeah, I would not argue with that. Just uh, I'm mean, at least Biden, you know, he's, he was vice president, like with Trump when he got in there, like he had no, nope. as far as I know, he's got like no political background, no nothing. He's written. No, I think he's held office. I think he was a senator maybe, but he's run for president a few times. Oh, I didn't know that. And is not, not, gone far yeah and uh it's just more just like if uh i think it's just with any president like if you're gonna run for president like it's it should be like a requirement you know like you have to have something 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 a freaking mayor of a city like or something you know like if you're not gonna have any political background of any kind you should at least have some military background because if you're gonna be in charge of the whole military you should be able you should be able to really understand what the military goes through so it's just like and what it means to yeah deploy the military yeah if so nothing just, else and honestly i don't know who the last president was that had some military background I'm not saying you should have to but if you don't have political background you should damn well have some at least some military background mm-hmm. i think that's a fair trade-off i agree with that i think that having you know at least being in the military for four years before you run would would weed out a lot of people at least four years but i mean especially like i would i would hope for longer mm-hmm. you know i would really hope for someone longer than four years because i mean you know someone in the military for four years may know like what they like their job a lot about their job it may not know a whole mm-hmm. lot about what the hell the military runs maybe i don't know mm-hmm. but i mean yeah if you're not gonna have any political background like whatsoever at Some least public service have something to do with military i feel like so I know like what, what was who was Eisenhower and like and uh and Roosevelt, they both had like military backgrounds and stuff. Like I think that's pretty cool, like to have your president, like he was like, you know, the leader of your country was like a general in the army or general in the marine, whatever their position was, like mm-hmm. just to say that they served the country before they led the country, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's pretty cool. So if you're not gonna have any political background, you know, senator, governor, whatever, then no, I think have a, something. I think that's a pretty good option to have in your resume. Yeah. Well, and it's hard. I feel like it's hard because the political office thing, if you've got these guys who are career politicians, they might not be as willing to be open to new ideas, right? It's kind of like what you were saying about the county where some of these older guys are, you know, yeah, you can go do that, but it, nothing's going to come of it, right? That same mentality kind of carries over in other fields, I feel yeah. like. And then what do you do? I feel like this happens a lot in life, not just like Absolutely. jobs or Absolutely. it just happens everywhere. Everything. But I mean, with, is it, I'm not really sure like hundred, like honestly, I've never voted just because like when the election of Trump happened, I was like a week and a half shy of turning 18. Yeah. So I wasn't even old enough to vote. So this is going to be like the first time to really vote. Um, and I want to, it's just, I'm not going to go to the ballot box and make an uneducated Mm-hmm. vote i think that's ridiculous if you don't know if you really if you really don't know who you want to vote for and why i'm not going to say you shouldn't be voting but you should definitely be educated about why because yeah. every you have absolutely every right to vote you know but it's just like 
out of respect, you should make it an educated vote. Mm -hmm. Don't just be like, if your parents are just like, oh, go vote for Trump or go vote for Biden. You don't do what they say because that's what they said. Do it because you really feel like whoever, which one you pick or whoever you pick out of anybody is just like, that's who you think is the best choice. Mm -hmm. Because from what I understand, when Trump and Hillary went after it, Hillary won more votes yeah. Like out of like the like out of the voting, but was like electoral college or something that Trump was the reason he won. Mm -hmm. She's like Hill Wolf and that makes me question, you know, I'm sure they did it in school. I probably wasn't paying attention in pursuits class. <laughs> but if we were they, all probably asleep <laughs> in that class. But it was just like if you if Hillary won the popular vote, why the hell isn't she in the office? You know, does our vote really matter that much if what we wanted isn't in there. Does mm. it really matter that much? Yeah. Some people are going to say yes. Some people are going to say no. I don't really know. I'm not really into the whole, you know, politic thing. I'd never really got into it. My family's not just, it just seems to cause a big mess, but mm -hmm. it's just, I think it's really important to understand. And just, yeah, I, I personally want to do more information, like want to do more research and stuff about who I'm going to vote for because I, I think it's just really irresponsible just going there. And right, if you don't, you know, if you think, you know, Trump's, you know, a racist, stuff like that, then you're just not going to vote for him. You're going to vote for Biden just because you don't like Trump. I think that's ridiculous. That's a, that's not, I think, honestly, I would say that's a hundred percent of the arguments for Biden that I've heard. I've not heard anyone say, oh, I'm voting for Biden because he's got these great plans. And I think he's going to help a lot of people. They're voting for Biden because they don't want Trump. And I can understand where they're coming from, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's just like you want someone who you really think you appreciate their values. You appreciate what they stand for. Like you may not agree with what Trump stands for, but like you should, if you're going to vote for Biden, you should agree to vote for, you know, mm -hmm. Biden because you want him in there for certain reasons. Yeah. And like, I'm not a really big thing. Like if, say if you're like, um, like Republican and you're just going to be like, no matter who it is, if they're Republican, I'm going to vote for him. I don't really understand that either just because like I think there's certain Republicans that are more radical and more that and some that aren't obviously, but it's just like same thing with Democrats, just like yeah. if you're going to vote for somebody vote because you like them. If you're a Republican and you like one of Democrats, I see no reason why you shouldn't be able to vote one of Democrats in you. If you just, you literally vote for whoever you want, not because you know, they're the red side or the blue side. It's just like, I, I don't think it should be that way. And personally, it definitely I, shouldn't. and personally, I don't think I ever plan. I don't plan on ever being like that. I know there's some people are definitely are, mm -hmm. and you can try and talk to them about why that's not the greatest thing in the world or why you think it is. But like at the end of the day, they're going to do what they're going to do. So you just have to pretty much worry about yourself. Yeah. And if you want to do legit educated vote, hats off to you. If you don't, then what are you going to do? You know, like I don't not, I don't agree with it, but there's not really a whole lot I can do about it. Mm -hmm. So, well, the problem is not a lot of people are voting. That's just the fact of the matter. You know, I think like 30 or 40% of people didn't vote in the 2016 election. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not too sure about all the numbers on that. It's just like, it's, but like I said, I wasn't old enough to vote, but even if I was old enough to vote, chances are, I may not have voted either. Honestly, yeah. cause just like, like I said, I'd rather not vote than do an edgy, than not, than vote for something that's uneducated. Yeah. I think that's just highly... That's a strong argument. I think it's highly irresponsible. Mm -hmm. You should have a very strong opinion about who you want, why you want them in there, not just because, oh, I don't like this person or I really like this person because of 
it's just really dumb if you're just like oh he like you know they're really good looking it's just like that's what i'm gonna vote him in it's just that's that's just really stupid but i don't think anybody said that about trump no but i don't even think his wife said that but oh, i think snap i think uh yeah there's definitely people out there who vote for stupid reasons like that and it's just like don't vote if you're gonna do that yeah. i mean, i guess i shouldn't say don't vote because everyone should just it's be just, informed or try to yeah, be as informed as you, you can know, be don't don't just make an uneducated freaking vote i think that's ridiculous you know like if someone like if I'm friends, because I'm sure I have friends, you know, who are Republican and some who are Democrat. Mm. I don't really care. You know, it's just more just like you believe the, like you have your right to believe however you want. And I think a lot of the world is just kind of just like, if you don't believe my way is the right way, then just F you. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are like that. And I just don't agree with that. It's just like, I have every, that person has every right to feel the way they write to feel. And you have every right to disagree with them or agree with them. Just, I think they're, I think the world used to be more of like agree to disagree type place. And now everything's becoming so radical. I don't think that's a thing anymore. And I think that's what's gonna, I think that's what's causing a lot of issues. But you definitely see that on social media a lot yeah, right now. A lot of people are just like, if you are, if you believe this way, then I don't want anything to do with Unfriend you. Unfriend me. It's just like kind of ridiculous. It's just like, like, like with, like when, let's say my brother, for instance, if I was this way and he was this way, he's still my brother. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, it's some people are just like, then I wouldn't have anything to do with them and just stuff like that. It's just, I just don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think that you should be able to like discuss about what you feel and how you feel with certain people. Like it'd be a pretty, pretty good idea to have, like if you were straight, red and the other person was straight blue and then they you know talk and but a lot of people can't really have a civil conversation like that they just turns into an argument or something yep. like that and i get it you know it's politics and stuff like that's a very serious topic and it's something that people very take very seriously and something that you know they're gonna feel really strongly about certain certain things certain opinions and they should but you sh- that doesn't mean like just because this person supports biden he's a complete waste of you know space and just because this person supports trump he's a complete racist i don't i don't think that's all the hundred percent gotta be some nuance in there yeah it's just like it's not just completely left or right it's you know Mm -hmm. there's a middle ground in there you have to be willing to find it i think absolutely but i'm just not really super political so i don't really talk politics with a bunch of people like um i know a lot of people who are and a lot of people are just like you know you know, F this person, F this, or F that person. And like, you know, you know, this country has gone to hell or this country is the best it's ever been. You know, it's just stuff like that. It's just like, well, it's, there's stuff to be said on both sides. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. your opinion on it. Yeah. Even outside of politics, people are just so attached to their opinions. Somebody says they don't agree with you. It's almost like a personal attack, mm-hmm. right? And you internalize that and you're like, oh, this person is against my belief. Like, they're just they're just wrong there's a lot of people get offended really easy nowadays and it's pretty sad people are soft it's pretty ridiculous it's Mm -hmm. they don't um and i think a lot of it is you know our generation you know honestly you know not saying that the older generation has it all figured out because they don't Mm -hmm. but neither do we yeah it's um not everyone's gonna get along not everyone's gonna have the same opinion but it's definitely worth it to try yeah and to figure it out but um yeah, like my family's never been political or anything like that. It's just, it's just something we, I wasn't really taught to stay out of it. It's just something I kind of adapted over time. It's just 
if I have an opinion, I'll feel free to speak it. But if I don't, then it's just like, I'll just sit there and listen to other people's opinions and then listen to what they say mm-hmm. and, you know, take that in retrospective. But other than that, uh, yeah, that doesn't affect me too, too much. Mm-hmm. I think a big portion of it is you just, you've got to be able to talk to people about opinions, regardless yeah. of if it's about politics or spirituality or life in general. Like, I don't think that the answer is just trying to get everyone to assimilate to your side, right? And there's an argument like that. I mean, if you go into the race thing for a sec, the like Humboldt State, there was a girl that was made some racist comments. Did, yeah, did you hear about that? The and they're trying to get her kicked out of HSU. Oh, yeah. you saw the video? There's a video of it? Yeah. Oh, it was wow. like a Snapchat or something, and she's just like the N-word, like one after another. Oh, my God. And it's, you know, it's really necessary, and it is wrong, and it's just... Something that should never be said. Mm. Um, but I think it's one of those things that she just, you know, probably, I, I don't know the girl, don't know anything about the whole situation. Other, I saw the video and yeah. people were upset about it, which rightfully so. Absolutely. Um, I think it just, when she did it, she probably wasn't just, she probably didn't think that it was going to go it was all over the internet. shock value. It was probably something that she thought was just going to go to one person. I'm not saying that's okay. Yeah. It's probably, it's just something that was there's there's always something you know like there's stuff that i'll say in front of certain people and there's stuff that i won't say in front of everybody you know and that's probably was one of those things just like she probably thought it was okay to say it to one person and it just got spread to everybody I'm not saying that's okay to say mm-hmm. but she probably just felt more comfortable sending it to the one person yeah or whoever she sent it to rather than the whole world knowing about it mm-hmm. and um i mean i i feel like i'm defending her and i'm really not trying no. to no 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 i don't um, think I, that's not coming across at all you're no, I don't think yeah, really, it's it's a touchy subject, dude. Yeah. You start everyone starts getting nutted yeah, up as soon as you bring up race. It's one of those difficult things to talk about. Yeah, it's just like I'm really not trying to defend anybody or her. It's just like no, yeah. You really just have like you said. You really have to like be careful about what you say and how you say it because just like one little thing can set the whole everybody's go world off. upside down. Yeah. It's just like it just comes back to people get offended way too easily yeah. for a lot of stupid things, for a lot of serious things, but for a lot of stupid things too. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think the answer is obviously not justifying what she did, but when you exclude people from conversations, the only thing you achieve is hyperpolarizing them in their beliefs, yeah. right? So if, if she does get expelled, there's two situations. A, she could be, that could shame her into changing and she might be a better person after it. Or B, she's going to be like, F you guys and then get hyperpolarized to do lean even, into what she said do and do it even more. Yeah, maybe she signs up for the KKK or something. Who I yeah. mean, you know, it's I think uh I, my first thought was just, you know, what I said. It's just when I saw it, I was like, wow, that's pretty rough. But she probably did it in the intention that it was only gonna be seen by a certain few people or one particular person. Yeah. And not the whole world. And Again, I feel like I'm defending her and I'm not. You're it's just, not. It's just like, it's just. Not enough people listen to this. <laughs> and there's any backlash from it, which is one of the great things about it. But in, I mean, in today's day and age, you got to guard everything because whatever you put out, whatever you send, whatever you do, it's out there. Yeah. Well, it's just like, there's a lot of people who are just like, they'll say something or it's just like, if, uh, like, just for instance, if you were to say something on like a report or something like that, and if you go you know, the N word is bad, but someone could just take the part where you just said the N word and just be like, so-and-so said this, it's Mm -hmm. just going to be, that's going to be the headline. And then everyone's just going to read that headline and not read the article 
or whatever it is, and they're just going to hate you for it because yeah. you just said it. It's just like, even if it's not, you know, in, because it's not in context, you know, you got to take. Context that, doesn't sell. Yeah. Hot takes. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, a lot, I feel like that happens a lot in our, our day and age too. We're just like, they'll take the little piece of something and they'll make it something that's completely not made out to be mm -hmm. just because that one subject or that one topic, that one word was, it was put in there. And it's just it's just completely taken out of context and blown way up into something that was never actually was. Mm -hmm. And I think that happens a lot too. What freaks me out today is there's no privacy. That's what freaks me out. Yeah, pretty much. If you have privacy, like even like if you took down, if you didn't have any social media, nothing. If you know, I went to you and just said something about you know whatever topic it was, whoever person. Mm -hmm. What's stopping you from going on to social media and saying, oh, so-and-so just said yeah. this. It's just it's like you can say you have privacy if you don't have social media because I feel like that's a lot of it. You know, mm -hmm. when you don't have social media, you're, a lot of your privacy goes out the window. If you post something on there, if you don't post anything on there, then I kind of can kind of stay a little more hidden. But in re really, in, unless you're up in the freaking mountains living like a caveman, you got no privacy yeah. <laughs> in anymore. And it's just going, you're losing more and more. And it doesn't seem like anybody's freaking out about it. Seems like we're all just kind of walking down this path of your life is just going to be documented and nobody's yeah. like, well, we need to pump the brakes on this a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that freaks me out. And I've talked to my parents and they, I mean, different generation, obviously, but they had way more privacy than we'll ever get. Oh, yeah. And we'll have more privacy than our kids will ever get. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, people today are just Snapchatting their whole life. Yeah. And it's, some of it is pretty fun. Like, you know, you can just go share with what you're doing so mm -hmm. fast. with. There's some that aspect of it. But in, like, it's just, it's just, a, there's a, there's a flip side to every coin. So mm -hmm. like, there's the good about, you know, your friends, family, whoever can see what you're doing right then and there. So much fun. And then there's whatever you say, you know, about more of a serious topic, whether if it's religion, politics, race, something like that, then it can just turn completely sideways and just get screwed. Yeah. So it just, there's a flip side to every coin. It's just you need to look at both. Do you use TikTok? I don't use it. I have it and I watch other stories. But what like, is it? I think it's just a new vine. That's, that's what I've grasped. I'm pretty, it's just, it's just a new vine. Like, but there's more, like it's so like, much stuff. It's like, when, like when vine was out, it had a lot more funny stuff on it. Like TikTok has some funny shit on it, mm. but it seems like vine was purely funny stuff. Like funny and just, skits and, and just stuff. weird videos. Yeah. TikTok, there's definitely more like, there's some deep shit on there where it's just like, you know, what, whether if it's like sexual abuse or race, whatever it is, it's, there's some super funny stuff on there, but some of it is like, it's pretty deep and dark where it's just, I don't think Vine was ever like that, but I think TikTok is just a new version of Vine. Honestly, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think there's a whole lot of a difference. Like I don't have mine set up to where like, I don't have an account. I never enter my email or nothing. I just downloaded the app and then I just scroll through my, like the feed of what I see with what I see. Whereas mm -hmm. I think, I think if you have an, a profile, you can kind of pick and choose what you want to see. Like, I don't think I can like any videos or comment on anything because I don't have a, a TikTok. I just have the app. So I think it's a Chinese company, isn't it? I'm not sure. I don't have no idea. I feel like I've heard somewhere that government officials aren't allowed to have it on their phone because it's a Chinese company <laughs> and they're thinking, what are you, what are you getting out of that? Man, that's a fair point. But yeah. I had a, I some of them get t like some of the, the videos get taken down for stupid reasons. Cause like a buddy of mine did like a burnout in his car and like someone reported it or something happened and they like, they took it down. I'm like, Why? 
Like, what do you, what? It was an empty parking lot. There was like no one around. It was literally just, it was hurting nothing. Mm -hmm. And then like they took it down. So I don't know what that has to do with anything, but it was just like. It's weird what these social media platforms will censor and what they won't. Yeah. Because like there's flat earth stuff out there. Nobody's pulling that down. Yeah. And that gains a lot of traction. I get it. You know, if someone's, if there's a, a guy or a girl, whoever it is, just like, you know, flashing their genitals and stuff. Yeah. Then, play, then, I yeah, mean, it then, is yeah, a kid's app. You might want to pull probably that down. censor that, you know, take that off. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of stuff out there that get, that falls through the cracks. And there's a bunch of stuff that I feel is perfectly fine. You know, it might be a little edgy, but it's, it's on the more side of like, it's, it's acceptable, mm -hmm. but it gets taken out anyway. Yeah. So I don't know who's in charge of that. I guess it's like Instagram admin or whoever, you know, admin of whatever app, but you know yeah censorship's a weird thing and who gets to decide what is censored and what's not yeah. you know it all comes down to these businesses and their own agendas and, and their own agendas yeah there's a lot of people complaining that you know right-wing people get censored on like twitter and stuff it's all personal bias right yeah that's what it comes down to at the end of it i mean It's going to be a long road with everything. It's going to be yeah. a long road. And definitely, I want, like, I, I think about it all the time where it's just like, I wonder how, let's say you take someone that was born, I guess, more raised, like, in the 50s and 60s and still alive today, mm -hmm. that, like, how much, because they've seen a lot, you know, they've seen, you know, stuff from being in a household where you could have, you know, a single father, not a single father, but, like, a, a a family of four, family of five with only one person working mm -hmm. and the other person stays home and just takes care of the kids. Like an economically highs and lows throughout the whole process, seeing stuff, you know, like silver rights, stuff like, you know, oil price, like oil, you know, crises and stuff like that. And then like seeing technology evolve and seeing the media evolve and just seeing all that much time, like all that. And just that one period of time, how crazy it is. Cause like for us, it's just like, I think we've pretty much lived through a lot of like the, like the biggest part of like technological advances, you know, when we were kids, you know, like my parents had like a, you know, a tape player in their car still didn't have a CD player. Yep. And then now you look at, you don't even have to have like a, a, a you know, a, you know, Bluetooth and stuff, but like back in, you know, back in the, the day. day, you just had a radio. If yeah. you're lucky, you know, that's back in the day you didn't even have a phone yeah so it was just like it was and I, that's another thing I, I grew up with a house phone when a lot of people yeah had i remember a, having to call you and your mom answer and it's like can we talk to dustin and like and it wasn't even cordless it we, yep. we had a corded phone growing up it was just like there's a lot of people who didn't even know what a corded phone is or how it works or whatever it's just like same thing with a rotary phone people back in the day would use rotary phones like people nowadays have no idea yeah and flip phones and it's and it's like my i I had a, like I know a lot of people had flip phones and stuff. Like when the Razor came out, I was like, "Oh, this is the shit." Yeah, that was and the then, future. Like, the, then they started coming out with like slides. And they came out with touch screens, and they came out with phones that are no screens. Now they're making and they're making an all glass phone that's freaking flexible and bendable and shit. And just like, but just like we're seeing the biggest part of it, I think. But I think of the bigger pictures, you know, from you know back in the fifties all the way up to now, just how much time has really changed and how much like, I think that'd be a way cool thing to watch. It'd be an awesome perspective yeah, to get a peek at. To really, and it just makes you wonder like what we're going to see in our lifetime. We're, you know, 80, 90 when we're like gray and old, what, what we're going to be able to look back on and to where it is then, or yeah, to where it is in the future. And just to look back on that, I think it's going to be kind of cool. But it also might be kind of scary because like there's going to be some nasty shit that happens. Oh yeah. But I mean, that's just going to be any time period. Like yep. you look at any time period, there's nothing like you 
someone back from the fifties to now, like they've seen some shit. They've yeah. seen some nasty stuff. They've seen some awesome stuff. So, and whether if it's personal or if it's just the world, you know, I mean, it's just, you just watch it unfold as it goes. And then you just look back on it. I think that'll be kind of cool. You're just but, along for the ride, baby. Yeah. Like this world is going to keep turning without you on it. So mm-hmm. it just, it just keeps going and going. And I think it'd be kind of cool to, for them, I think it's cool to look back on it, you know, to wonder what it would be like to sit there yeah. and watch all of it unfold. And then, but it's also kind of trippy to think about like one of those days it's, we're going to, it's going to be, we're, us. we're living it now. We just mm-hmm. don't realize it or we're not going to realize it until we're super old. Yeah. So I think we're on the tip of the iceberg, man. I mean, we've got Elon Musk going to Mars VR. Yeah. It's going to be pretty crazy to see what happens. You know, mm-hmm. just within the next 10 years, you know, it's oh yeah. Just, just, I mean, I, everyone, I'm sure when my mom, you know, when our parents were in high school, they'd be like, oh, we're going to have you know, Back to the Future came out in the 80s and they had flying cars and shit. Mm-hmm. We don't have flying cars still. Like it, it could happen in our lifetime though. It could, but it's entirely possible. I'm not really getting, but everyone also thought that back then too. So it may happen. It may not. I don't, I don't know. Only time will tell, but it's kind of exciting to think about and just a lot of the, the thought in the back of my mind is like, you're going to see some dark stuff too. I think. Honestly, like right now, like this year has been trash. I think this has kind of been a dark Dude, time. Dude, it's one thing after another. I think this, this has kind of been a dark time. This is gonna be one of those things where like we're gonna get through it. It's just how nasty is it gonna get? How mm-hmm. nasty year is it gonna get? And when's it gonna start to get better? And when's hopefully everything's gonna be okay eventually. But I think we're kind of changing. I think we're living right now the change of normal. Like what was considered normal five years ago is not, not gonna now. be considered normal even right now or even 10 years or even five years down the road. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a small window of 10 years is just going to change a lot. Yeah. I think if anything, this pandemic is, has changed what normal will be drastically. Yeah. I mean, this pen, this pandemic and then also like the black lives matter stuff, it's just bringing a whole new light to everything. What life is like after what life is like in January of next year is going to be completely different than what it has been. I should hope so. Yeah. I should really hope so. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, um, just after all this, you know, like, after, like, when the BLM movement, you know, is all over. If it's over, you know, it could be over 50 years from now. Mm-hmm. But it could God, also. God, I hope not. It, yeah, it could also end, you know, two days from now, too. You know, you just don't know. But, I mean hopefully that all works out in the better too. Like I like the world is more acceptable and the world is a better place for all that and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to Braden the other day about there was a, like a law or a statute as recent as 2012, where if you had a child who was special needs, you could have them sterilized in West Virginia That's in the U S isn't that wild? That's scary. It's like, dude, we're still just try to figure it out. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, there's a, there's a lot of nasty shit that we've. There's like a a TikTok that, I, yeah. TikTok, <laughs> yeah. baby. And you know, I don't know how accurate it is or whatever, but it was a, you know, there's a black lady and she was on there and she was like, "Did you know, like, you know, uh, African Americans were actually like, like they, it was like slavery was like abolished, but there was like a loophole, and then like other people like found the loophole and like they still had, um." I can't remember the wording of it. It was pretty much just saying it was kind of a loophole of slavery abolishing. Like even, it was in like the 13th amendment or something. Some, right? something it's yeah. the, the prison system is basically slavery. I yeah. Think. Something like that. And it was like a loophole. And 
I was just like, damn. Like, even though we went through the change, it didn't did it really change that much. Like, yeah. I don't, it doesn't seem like it anyway. Like, I don't know how accurate that was. You know, that's just one mm-hmm. lady's, you know. That's the other issue. You don't know what's real out there and what's not. Yeah. So it's just like, unless you're willing to go dig. and like dig, and you got to like dig deep too, because you can't, you probably just can't click on like the first two or three websites that you see because it's just going to be like it's going to be what they want you to see you can't even trust videos anymore you know have you seen some of those deep fake videos mm -mm. oh my god there was one floating around it was back to the future but it was robert downey jr and um oh the kid from spider-man oh tom holland yeah it was those two instead of the original characters you know and it looked it looked real like indiscernibly real like it looked like those two were gonna make a remake of Back to the Future. Yeah, oh, damn. that they were the no, that they were the original characters. It was in the original Back to the Future, but with their faces, hmm. and it fit perfect. Hmm. And you're like, dude, what comes next is gonna be crazy. Yeah, f- it's yeah, it's like the fact that you can do stuff like that now. It's, it's insane. Just, it's pretty crazy. It makes it it does a lot of entertainment and stuff, but it also can do a opens lot of, a lot of doors. It can do a lot of bad too. It's just. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how you want to look at it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, anything in this world is going to either do a lot of good or a lot of bad. It can do both. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of like what hands it's in and what, you know, process it's going to go through to get there and stuff like that. Yeah. And the AI tools that they have now, we went over some um, at my school out in New York, you know, and the chat bots that are being developed and they have these intelligent systems that can create entire entire articles that read just like a normal person would write. And all mm-hmm. you have to do is enter like four words. So like Dr. Smith wrote about extinction and it'll populate an entire article going off that. Talking about extinction and this doctor who did something with extinction and it, and it reads just like a normal person would write it. It cites fake facts or real facts and tries to use that to manipulate people in the article it's it's crazy it is crazy it'll blow your mind damn and there's an open source company i think they're open source but they've built a machine like that but they i think they released it recently and they built it a while ago but they didn't want it to release it to the public because you could take that and use it for all sorts of nefarious purposes Hmm. do whatever you want with it but the technology it's so close that i think they just released it because they're like someone else is going to build it and put it out there so we might as well just release it yeah Yeah, we might as well just put it out (laughs) crazy times man crazy it is going to be crazy times just it's just a matter of how much crazier it's going to get or how much it's going to die down is just more of the the question that is the big question all right brother well thanks for coming on and talking to me man we just did two hours no, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Two hours, baby. Oh, Time flies by. I'm telling you. Dude, I was watching Jordan's when you had Jordan on here just like not that long ago, and uh-huh. I was I was like, damn, it's gonna be two and a half hours. Right. I was just like <laughs> it flies by when you're doing it because you're like, hey, we're just talking. Yeah, it didn't feel that long. Yeah. All right, you want to plug uh, your social media so people can find you if you want or not? Sure. I mean, all right. I was just Dustin Punch on Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want. You know, whatever you know. Yeah. But that's it. All right, well, thanks for coming on, brother. I had a great time talking to you, man. That was fun. All right, thanks, guys.